Welcome back to Descent into Avernus. We are going back to hell. And uh, if you can find some of the cooler things in our new overlays where I will be thanking our overlay artist, Sam, and I will not hear otherwise from the hey, peanut Sam. gallery. Thank you. Uh, maybe you can find some of the uh, the finer details in, in a couple of these, these frames here. Uh, there's some, some cool stuff hidden away. But we find ourselves back in Avernus. Um, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. We visited Uldrak's grave, the grave of a former Titan, to attempt to get some of his blood. Well, he's currently a tiny little spine devil and not a Titan. He has, uh, well, he, he figures that to return to his former size and stature, he does need some blood from Tiamat, which sounds very difficult to get. Fortunately, there is a dragonborn named Arkin. Arkin's tower far to the north, and he may be able to get you some. Uldrak offered an orb. It's called the Orb of Dragonkind that may be able to persuade Arkin to give you the things that you need. This is in a long line of current tasks to try and get V's soul off of a, a ledger somewhere. It. Yeah, uh, so hopefully it works out in that way. So I think right where we left off was where we were leaving Uldrak's grave and attempting to proceed far, far to the north. Now, again, unfortunately, heading just directly south is not going to get you to the opposite side of the map, and we actively have to travel all oh. the way across Avernus to get there. Somebody really ought to make it canon that it's like Pac-Man. <laughs> it might, it might. I'd like, I, I just feel like punishing you, so I've made yeah. it as difficult and as painful as possible as much of this game is. Okay, Damn. this is hell. We don't have to have you. All <laughs> hey. I need the little bits of fun in the game too, right? Uh, yeah. It's, fair enough. It's, yeah, I have to enjoy myself. Uh, so, in the interest of, of time and things, we will be montaging uh, a bit of the the travel portions of this this game. Now, the... The way to get all the way northward to Arkens Tower will involve uh, interacting with the Stygian Dock once again, making our way past Bell's Forge, Harriman's Hill, <clears throat> the last known location of the Mirror of Mef Mephistar, and then like this weird thing in the ground. You kind of still have to, you know, cross portions of the river Styx that is overflow overflowed. Um, and we'll see how it, it pans out for you. Okay. That being Fine. said, we are all in one happy little family vehicle. Mm -hmm. The corpse of Lulu in a bag of holding. Um, is there anything that you want to do on your journey before we hit a couple of these stops along the way? Um, just doing a mad think. Is that right? Yep. Doing what? a think. You doing a think? Do you want to give yeah. us insight on your think, or is this an internal think? I mean, it's definitely an internal think, but oh. you can tell <laughs> he's definitely... <laughs> I know. Um, he's, he, you can tell he's almost brooding. Like, he's trying to... Um, 
trying to kind of make sense of it all. Obviously, he he knows that he just sold his soul uh, just a few, I don't know, hours ago, I guess, at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, he's just trying to contemplate, you know, what to do now. You can kind the, of see him. The implications quite, of such. The implications. Yeah. Okay. And And how he just went, like super negative energy <laughs> in combat. He was like, hmm, I wonder what else I can do. <laughs> Maybe start swinging his weapon around a little. Becoming in tune with uh, some of your now more darker powers. What do you uh, mean? <laughs> yeah, so as as a, a paladin, generally, like, you, you get your powers from some deity from somewhere, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. it definitely seems like they're coming from a different source in these moments. Um, you could say. Would would Trescott pray? Uh, he never did before. Right. Um, I mean, but, you still I have mean, the understanding of how you got your powers, even yeah, if you didn't I mean, before. Especially since Trescott has kind of felt the difference. Like, he's, you know, obviously seen in the, the, the damage, so to speak, that he can do now. Um, he would definitely, like, call out to the nether, if I could say that. Sure. Um, literally the nether, I guess. Um, to kind of see if there's anyone there. Because there never was. Like, he never really heard anyone before. It was never um, really an answer. Never really But an answer. you always still had your powers. Sure did. Yeah, calling out to the nether. Um, like, looking in the void. Uh, and the void, the void stares back. Hello. In your oh, contemplations. Um, just a soft, low voice. Hello, my new son. Trescott is taken aback. <laughs> He's no, never had anyone answer before. There's no <laughs> other response. There's no other words. Just a recognition. Hello? In my mind, obviously. Yeah, I'm yeah. He's like, wait a minute. Uh, hmm. No, there's nothing else in response, at least for today. Um, however, you do feel, I think, some contentment, and it's not of your own making. Right. <laughs> and you feel a sense of calm kind of wash over you. You've, uh, you've got some some access to things and you start feeling the power kind of building here you feel like you understand the darkness of this place much better now intimately familiar for better or worse <laughs> all right as um, tr yeah trescott contemplates his lot in life sure v what are you up would, to yeah, on yeah. our travels? Uh, so last time that we were here, uh, she noticed that the rune that she had given Hugo had dropped. That was the last thing. Yep. Um, so I think some time has passed. I think they had all been discussing it, I guess, with everyone um, on it. And she was, you know, saying something like, okay, we have to stay positive. Maybe, maybe just... Something could have happened with the weapon, right? It wasn't attached to him. That's true. It's not, it's, it's, it doesn't mean. 
And she's, well, in, she's in getting... what circumstances would it drop off V? Is it just when the weapon would be destroyed, or...? When the lep... Yeah, when the weapon is destroyed or lost. It is no longer with Hugo. He could have just dropped it down the back of a couch or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, um... I can't... I can't... He'll be back. I know. I know it. Look, if there's any anyone from this group that can get themselves out of trouble... I mean, it's, it's definitely you. Like, you first. But then, you know, I, think, I feel like Hugo could, uh... He'd get himself out of trouble. He's, he's if, versatile. Yeah, if people had to 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 get like lost and stuff, yeah, you you then Hugo, then anyone but me. I think it'd be pretty good. At least you know how to fly. <laughs> I'm gonna. She's uh, V's gonna like look over in the corner and like at the bag of holding that has Lulu in it. <laughs> and she, she's gonna look back. She's moved. I'm gonna... I'm gonna get some work done. Um... It'll... it'll be some while. No one disturb me for a bit. Unless there's trouble. I'll... I need to work. And she's gonna... You know, look at go... go back to her blueprints, the original ones, sure. and uh... she's gonna... she's gonna be looking over things and uh... probably be in the corner for... A, a while. Trip. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, and moving. Yeah. Cyrus, anything in particular that you were up to during the travels? Uh, I'm just chilling and, uh, you know, essentially just doing the bare minimum of, yeah. like, activity mm -hmm. to uh, give, my, give my body and soul uh, a little bit of a reprieve from what I've been doing to it. Yeah. <clears throat> Every once in a while, coughing and some ash just comes up. It's like, ah, that's probably okay. Um, I am alive. <laughs> yeah. All right. So just resting. Uh, being our, our designated driver of this bunch, Francis, is there anything in particular you do? Because you would, <clears throat> like, at some point, again, for, for all of you guys, if you haven't done long rest things already, during this travel and this montage, you will get the opportunity to. So, Francis, is there anything that you do or try or talk about with your group? Uh, I guess no. I don't know. Just head down, driving, not trying to, I don't know, keep an eye out for strange men peeing into the wind again, maybe. Don't want to get ambushed by that sort of nonsense. Um, but other than that, I don't really think too much. Okay. All right. As we drive northwards from Uldrak's grave, back past Fort Knucklebone, the last location of Elturel, you can kind of still see the city floating, and it does look significantly lower to the river itself. There's also, in Avernus, there's generally just sounds of combat all of the time, ever-present, but you can see masses of demons and pools of that demon ichor just around the area on the Fort Knucklebone side of of the River Sticks as well. It seems that the battle here has escalated and continued since you're leaving, and that the devils and demons beneath uh, Elturel, as it is being pulled down, continue 
to war against each other in this location. Fortunately enough, it's you can easily skirt far enough away that no one's going to take much interest here. They do seem to be rather preoccupied with killing each other rather than finding this one random war machine skirting northwards here. Past the location of Fort Knucklebone, and Barnabas kind of gives a little a nod. He's like, oh, one day I would like to go back there, you know, give the old lady a, a thank you and or something like that. But I suppose we have more pressing things to attend to. Perhaps, maybe, after saving Eltrell, Barnabas, we could find a way to release you from her service. Wait, really? Do you think that's know. possible? There are powerful people within Eltrell. Maybe they can break whatever bindings are upon you. Since we're dealing in the hypothetical, do you think it's possible that maybe I could get my body back? I don't, I don't know. Would it just be a case of releasing you from this? curse and you would return to it? Or? Well, I'm very much dead. So well, That's the thing, if you're released from the curse, do you just pass on? I'm not entirely sure. I suppose that maybe if I think really hard about it, I could become some sort of like lich thing. You need a phylactery. Ooh, I like that word. Hmm. Whatever that is. What would I use? <laughs> hmm. Maybe a gem? <laughs> Well, I, what about your gem over, tooth? Overdone. Ooh, I do like that one. It would be on my person at all times, which seems maybe a little bit... Hmm. That's true. What about a teapot? You think maybe a teapot would work and hold all of my things inside? Hmm. No, no. Be a weapon? No. Hmm. And he sets about to thinking about what it would be like to live as a lich. Everyone's turning evil. <laughs> Everyone! <laughs> you we started it. We eventually make it to the Stygian dock. Back where we left our old friend, Kirkendolt. Love, love Kirkendolt. <laughs> and Earwax. And Earwax. And the horned devil, Basilstein. The man who runs the dock. When you arrive here, there is one of the flying fortresses docked here, and you watch as it sucks up souls from the river sticks to refuel itself. Do you want to make your way to the dock while it is currently doing that, or do you wait it out? That sounds like a terrible idea, to be should honest we, with you. Should we wait for that to pass before we try and cross? There may be people looking for us. I mean, it's the Flying Fortress. Zariel could be on there, right? Well, yes. I mean, I could use some extra time to work on this, so I don't mind waiting a little bit. And I don't think finding our dragonborn friend is pressing matter. All right, why do why did I park us behind a nice hill and we'll uh, yeah, kind of like out. backtrack behind some of the hills near this under chains and stuff like that and wait for the better part of a day. The uh, the flying fortress is there, just sucking up souls from the river. Um, so again, the continuing work on these things, taking some time, a little bit of a, a break, before it eventually does detach from the dock, uh, the large claws from the river just breaking off, and the fortress hovers away back up into the Avernus sky. Making your way down to the dock, 
exiting your vehicle, you are greeted by Basilstein, the Horned Devil. He raises a hand and waves you down. Now, I thought I might see y'all again. Trying to get back cross. Uh, you guessed it. Yep, we were wanting to cross. Mm-hmm. Where's the uh, the one with the boomstick? Uh, we we lost him on our travel. Mm. The Vernus will do that to you. You know, may, maybe he's one of the souls down here in the river now. No, no, we literally lost him. We just don't know where he is. Oh. Well, that seems. If he comes through here, you can let him know we've we've crossed. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, oh, you know, someone's going to be excited to see y'all. If he no. remembers you, that is. <clears throat> hey, Kirkendall! And this rather large bearded devil comes lumbering up from the dockside. Kirkendall is recognizable by the large crack in the side of his skull. And uh, he does see a... Oh, hello! and he waves an enormous arm. It seems that he's put on quite a lot of mass, pulling these uh, fairies across the river Styx for a while. He waves at you under one arm. He's got his his chicken, uh, which is the same size. It just looks much smaller in his now increased bulk. Does he still have the chain around it? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, Kirkendall got swole. He's huge. Uh, oh, Kirkendalt. Yeah, he's a. Uh, to see you. He's been real, uh, real useful. I appreciate y'all bringing him back here. Uh, if I had the power to, I'd promote him right away. I'm, I don't know, maybe make him something like a bone devil or something like that. But he seems to like the beard. He uses it to like scratch things and like tickle his little chicken and stuff like that, which is weird. But you know, hey, you know, more power to him. Uh, yeah. So, well, you know, we'll set you up on a dock here, uh, and. Uh, Get y'all pulled across right quick then. Um, y'all need anything? You want anything? You want to do some work? I can pay you. Appreciate uh, that, but I think we have to be on our way. All right, all right. I won't bother y'all too much then. Um, just keep an eye out. The demons have been running a little bit rampant over here. Most of them are over at that battle at El Terrell, but, uh, well, some of them are making their ways around Avernus trying to just stir up trouble. Um, if you don't mind my asking, what, what was that big floating thing? Oh, yeah, big-ass fortress. Mm-hmm. That one was Zarhel's. She had to come in to, uh, well, suck up a couple of souls, uh, keep power in the damn thing so we can fly around Avernus. Good, good, good um, <coughs> good, good to know. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's a couple of them around, uh, floating about in the, uh, Avernus Sky, and, well, there's a couple that have been wrecked over time, too. You might find one crash here or there. Yeah, you know how Avernus is. Moves around a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, nothing to worry about, though. You know, she came in, uh, and they got filled up, and they're on their way. I did try to get an audience with her. Maybe get old Kirkendall here, a nice little promotion. She wouldn't see me. She never really does. Yeah, thankless work, this, you know what I mean? Mm. I know what you mean. Hmm. Fine, like, um, I think he just actually looks at Trescott now. <laughs> you all right, son? 
Yeah, uh, just a little under the weather. Mm -hmm. And you. This is dry air. And you, points at Cyrus, you're just like taking to rubbing ash all over yourself. Uh, technically, no. Technically, uh, I have ash within myself. Well, probably shouldn't be there, but. Well, uh, right. it was. Uh, I suffered a, a large hold of the chest, and uh, the ash helped. Hmm. Well, you know, I, you know, I ain't gonna fight your own decisions. You have fun with that. Um. All right, let's get her loaded up, and he, you know, rounds up some of the devils here to get the the barge on the way and start moving. And Kirkendall happily singing some kind of off-key tune pulls the thing across. And you note as uh Kirkendall pulls. None of the other devils do anything. They just kind of let him pull the fairy. Be uh, before the fairy goes over, can uh, V go over to Kirkendall? Yeah, sure. All right. uh, v just wants to give Kirkendall a hug. <laughs> and as as she does that, she gives him a little hug and like a little pat on the head for doing such a good job. And I imagine Earwax just like just, trying just to biting. attack her. Absolutely yeah, just, just trying, trying to, to bite her on the thing and be like, Things, some things never change, and that's what I needed right now. He gives you a big old metal-crushing hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good to see you guys. Oh, I thought I'd never see you again. Welcome back. All well, I can think of is, babe, Rue. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back, Kurt Condults. It You're doing such a good job. I'm All very right. proud of you. Yeah. You gotta come back and say hi to Earwax, too. He seems oh. to really like you. As he's like, <laughs> trying to gnaw on you. Yes. Yes, Earwax. I, I missed you, too. <laughs> Get set up, going across then you can go. the river sticks, unloading on the far side, just to the south of Bell's Forge. With a wave, probably the nicest devils you've come across this entire journey. They do have such a behind. homely attitude, don't they? What nice chaps. Oh, nice. You know, you did some work for them, and uh, they seem to be okay with it. Fought off some demons at their side, and they're thankful for it. Um, continuing onwards and northwards, it would seem. It does take quite a while. Another day passes in your travels as you pass the enormous volcano that is Bell's Forge continuing ever northwards past Harriman's Hill where none of the bodies are <clears> on <throat> the trees anymore. There's not even the flocks of sturges that used to cloud the place. I don't want to dwell on it. It brings up too many bad memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're but I remember Zoom that. pass. There's <laughs> continuing onwards from there. How many soul coins do we have? Uh, we have a total of ten. Actually, uh, eight. I have, I, I have think five. Hugo had two. <laughs> Jessica just has five. <laughs> no, Hugo had one. Hugo had one. So, so we're his, at nine. His pack was left with you. Oh, that's so you true. So we have, have all, ten. all of yeah, the yeah. stuff. We have all ten. Right? Um, okay. Yeah. So you, again, we'd burn through another one of these to keep okay. the, the motor nine. running. Uh, you probably would have left at least one with the other. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll, we're at eight then. So put that at eight and then be good to go. Okay. Yeah. Continuing up to the north here. Um, as we go, we eventually pass 
the descriptive, the, the described location of where you were supposed to find the, the mirror of Mephistar. And the cartographer yells out muffled from a bag somewhere, Mirror, mirror, made of ice! Look within, but at what price? What does that even mean? I think he's we've, just making things up at this point. We've done so many things, I can't even remember why we needed to go there. Was that for the guy at the obelisk? Yes. Yeah, that was... That was, um... For him, so that we can talk to, um... To get Bell. Oh, yes. This is a long side quest. I forgot. <laughs> we have so many side quests. So many ways to get to the same destination. I love it. Mm-hmm. We have so many cakes in the oven. There is, as you pass this craggy ravine, a giant slab of ice wedged in it. You feel ice. like you can see through the surface a glimpse of a glacial landscape draped in snow. I'm assuming Fire we're not stopping for this. Ice in Avernus? That's I, I feel like this is this is one of those things where you don't pull over. <laughs> I mean I would love to see snow capped mountains and enjoy fresh cool air, but I suspect that if you get close to that it turns out that either you get pulled in or something awful happens. So I think I'd I'm for just keeping on driving. I mean the map did say, but at what price? Yeah. Uh, we don't need to be paying anything right now. We've already paid enough. Honestly, the snow is probably like just ash of fallen dead people. Like probably asbestos. It's the <laughs> snow of a fallen body. Truscott knows a lot of bigger... where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Truscott knows a lot of big words now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, chemical engineer. Yeah, continuing past the uh, the mirror here. Um, I, I think at this point, uh, V would come over to uh, Francis, who's driving, and, and ask him to uh, pull over for just a moment. Oh, sure. Uh, bathroom break, is it? Ah. Uh, uh, n- no. I assume no. we've been stopping for this. I've just been peeing up the back. Just up back. Oh, um, God. Uh, I think I've completed what I wanted to. Um, Uh-oh. Hugo, I don't have the rune anymore, but I've been working on a new rune, and I think it might be useful to you, Francis, if you'll let me. To me? Sure. I um, would need some object or something that is important to you, that you use or is on your person. Potentially, I could put it on the hook, if that's okay. Uh, I guess I would say you can take your pick, V. I have the, the hook, I have my trusty flute, um, or there's my tuning fork, um, so maybe I wouldn't put an enchantment on that, actually, because it's probably yeah. got some lingering effects on it. No, do it. Do <laughs> it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll choose the hook, then. I think that'll be best. Um, the scoop. So, uh, oh, it's suit of armor or robes, actually. Sorry, that's what it specifies. So, I guess Sorry. on your robes. It could be the hook. Um, it's fine. So, she she's gonna, like, quickly just, like, kind of etch some, like, really it's like a much more advanced rune that she's done before mm. 
Um, and then when it's done, it starts to like glow, and then it kind of like, kind of fuses into the actual clothing. Um, all right, I think I think that should do it. You know, I think well, Hugo would have wanted this. What exactly is it? Uh, it's a room that helps you with focus. So, oh, I know sometimes uh, you're. You seem to get distracted and your spells drop. Um, you're not being able to win, especially when you get hit. Um, so this one, uh, it has four uses. So you, all you do is you touch your clothing when you think, you know, you're about to lose concentration. And uh, essentially it says, when the wearer fails a constitution saving throw to maintain the concentration spell, the wearer can use its reaction to ex expend one of the item's charges to succeed instead. Well, that's pretty handy. So no JK Lulban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully um, this will help if you need your invisibility or anything else like that. No, I, I, I very much appreciate this, V. That, that's very helpful. Thank you. V, if you want to paste the text yeah, into yeah. the chat there so he can have it sure, on. Sure, sure, exactly. Called Mind Sharpener. Okay. Um, nice. And then I, I have a little bit more work to do, but that should be good. Okay. As we continue onwards... Eventually, we get to a spot where it seems that the River Styx has overflowed. Now, it is more of a marsh rather than some kind of flood, but there is something that you can see within the distance that might prove to be troublesome. There are these waving, somewhat like cattail-like projections coming from the marsh. But as you get closer to this area that's been flooded, it is very clear that these are tentacles rising out from the Styxian marsh. What? Do they look like the, uh, the robot, the, um, like the tiny little arms? Oh, like the we... arms that come out? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. these are more very tentacle-esque. Yeah, they don't okay. end in, like, fingers or anything like that. They're okay. definitely tentacles. Okay. Well, that's, uh, a bit unsettling. Oh. Can we can we go around? The marsh kind of extends yeah. all the way towards the river, and it does extend pretty far northwards. There is an opportunity to go north if you would like to, or south. Um, but the way that this is flooded out, you will have to cross at least some portion of it. Oh, I don't like those. They they move with such termination I don't like anything in here man I guess our only question is up or down we have to go through um. well I guess is there anywhere we can just drive across is there does anyone see a bridge or a crossing or anything like that you can roll perception checks if you'd like Fifteen. 
Ooh, I got an Iris. Nothing to do but look. <laughs> <laughs> Once you cough, my gold wave, eye, wave the ash out of the out of the way here. You were able to see things. Yeah, a three from Trescott and an eight from Francis Cyrus. Looking out over the expanse of this kind of marshy uh, flooding, there's not like an obvious trail. It does look like there's less of this flood towards the northern side. And it does look like there's something in the middle of the marsh. You swear that you see there's an opening. And then it's gone again. You watch for a little bit more time, and it's as if a large portion of the center of the marsh just opens up. And a hole is shown there. And then again, as if it was ever there, it closes. Well, um, I do think the best plan is to go north, but we need to stay as far away from the center as possible because something's going on there within those weird tentacly areas. Is it more than just those? What do you mean? I, I can't tell, but it looks like there's a magical hole that opens up and then closes and then opens up and closes. But it does look like far in the north there. Uh, it's a little less uh, muddy. Um, oh. Let's okay. go north then. And skirt around, Francis, if you don't mind. Try and keep a wide berth. I will avoid the tentacles as best as I can. Okay. And so we go about trying to avoid the tentacles and crossing the landscape here. Not all of them can be avoided. It does look like we're going to have to make some attempt at getting across here. Francis, as the driver, you're going to be taking the lead on this particular thing. And I'm nice. going to need some dexterity saving throws as you try to cross this flooded area from the river Styx. So, as you begin to drive across the red waters being kicked up behind your machine as you barrel through the marshy area here, the tentacles do start shooting up from the ground below you here and start trying to swipe out at you. It becomes more and more obvious the deeper that you go in that there is not only one of these holes that Cyrus has seen, but smaller ones as well begin to open up around you, trying to take what these tentacles can grab and bring them into these maws that open up on the ground. So, the first thing that... I need from you is a dexterity saving throw as these tentacles reach up from the ground here and attempt to grab your vehicle. Okay, here we go. A 14. 14's pretty good. This one's only able to grab like kind of around the side here, deal some bludgeoning damage to the car about four points as it attempts to grab, but you're just driving full force through the area here. Um, as you are going along, anyone that is taking a look outside, I need perception checks. I think I would, we would then be looking. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that one. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally uh, rolled a performance check. You did, but the 18 <laughs> on the perception was pretty good, too. Uh, so, Trescott, as you, like, look out over the expanse here, you note that you, you're able to yell out to Francis, like, hey, don't go to the right. There's one of those maws opening up there. And so, Francis can roll his next dexterity saving throw with advantage for the vehicle. 
I like to think that V can't see because she's concerned about the vehicle. Oh, yeah, just my just... baby! <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely. Yeah, as you continue to drive across here, more of these tentacles reach out. You're alerted to the closest maw here, so I need another dexterity saving throw from Francis as we continue driving across the landscape. With advantage, that is a 15, which is still good on the success. You'll take the half uh, of the 46, so it'll be nine points of damage as it continues to batter against the side of the vehicle here. Okay. Is there anything that anyone wants to do to try and help other than doing the I, perceiving? I would like to sit down at the wrecking ball. Okay. And if there are any tentacles to like yes, absolutely. bash them away. Yeah, yeah, go bash them. <laughs> Roll me a wrecking ball. Uh, demon grinder. Uh, wrecking yeah, ball. Yeah, javelin throwers and things on this. You Whack. got scythe blades. I yeah. rolled a 24. Oh. <laughs> I think we get a very bludgeoning damage. I think we get a very nice moment of like four of them coming up from the ground and the wrecking ball just going doo -doo 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 all the way through them all, dealing 43 total points of damage. And from the maw closest to you here, Trescott, it's just a little bit of a way, there is this screeching sound that emanates from it. It rumbles the ground around you. More tentacles begin to show up. But you did pretty good at avoiding this one, so Francis, another dexterity saving throw with advantage. Due to the damage done to the tentacles around you. 19. Oh my god, yes. I will keep wrecking all of this. For another nine. But they are so far unable to grapple anything. Mostly been bashed away or avoided successfully. They're just able to they're trying to grip at different portions of this. And of course, are like grinding wheels as they drive over any of the tentacles here, just pounded to mush. And more and more of these maws begin to open up. This screeching sound and the ground beginning to move around you. Anything else that you would like to do here? Tresca, you want to roll the, the ball again? Keep moving it around, okay? And oh. Cyrus, anything that you want to do here? Yeah, I wanted to essentially just be a, a dedicated spotter. Sure, yeah, like, do you, do you want to, what yeah. I would like is, do you want to go out the hatch to get a better view? Because everything yeah. from inside is, it's basically just like a narrow slit that Francis can see through to drive. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd go okay. up and out. So going up at a 16, absolutely pointing out the op the vet, like many more of these opening maws across the way. Perfect. V, anything that you want to do here? Uh, no, I'm just trying to, you know, look at and protect from Francis. I'm like, you know, trying to fix any of the steam. That <laughs> yeah, are so yeah, off things the are just like popping like and anything yeah. you pop. I'm just trying to like. Let me you take know, your tools. All right. Uh, okay. Because this is one of those things that, like, if, if it does take enough damage, right, you know that failure is possible yeah. on the machine. Yeah, 28, absolutely. As, like, soon as we definitely have that moment as, like, tentacles slap aside and steam starts bursting off on the edge here, and you're just, like, trying to patch it as quickly as possible. Perfect. You find the other maws there, Cyrus. I need another dexterity saving throw from Francis with advantage. Fortunately, we had two successes on this here. Trescott, unfortunately, the ball misses the next tentacles here. A 10 on that, that one. That is a 10. Oh, I would like to use my Flash of Genius. Okay. Because I'm slapping and I'm like, all right, we move here and just like. Gives a plus. Four. Four? So it's 14. 14. Okay. So it'll just be the damage and no grapple again. Fortunately, with a Flash of Genius on that for just a two more as we're doing very well. There is one round left of this as you are barreling across the expanse. Cyrus, I do need a dexterity saving throw from you as the waters of the flooded river sticks are splashing up to you. 
17. Nice. As you see another, like, you dip down into a bigger portion of it and it splashes up, you slam down the, the, the hatch here and are able to avoid the waters hitting you, which is very fortunate at this point. <laughs> Kicking it back open, go ahead and give me a perception check. Give me another wrecking ball roll. And V, Ooh, give me another, another tinker twenty. Nice. Roll to 16. Perfect, yeah. You take out another two of these tentacles 20. as they roar open. That is a natural 20, Cyrus. And you watch as in front of you here, a maw begins to open and it is much, much larger than the other ones. It begins to take up a portion of the landscape that you, if you keep going straight, there is no getting around this thing. Is it possible I can fire my lasers? It is not within distance for lasers, right? So that makes sense. And that 20 My is lasers, far enough away so that you are seeing the opening happen now. And right. it doesn't stop like some of the other ones have. This one just keeps going. You alert Francis to the situation? Yeah, do you want us? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. So which way do you tell him to go, right or left? Is, is right north? Right is north. Left will be okay. south. Uh, You're already pretty far north at this point. I I would say right. Uh, roll me a d20. V, continuing to keep things in check. Absolutely. Nice. A 16 on the uh, the wrecking ball there. Looking really good. Nice. 18. Perfect. Uh, Cyrus, Cyrus making the correct call and alerting Francis to going further northward as quickly as possible. You're able to skirt the edges of the maw opening up in the ground here without dumping yourselves into it and avoiding the rest of the tentacles as you get out the other side of the marsh on the northern side of the, uh, the flooded waters. Easy peasy. God, leaving it behind like you. That felt like Sea of Thieves. We got Francis <laughs> the captain. We got uh, we got uh, John on the uh, well. I don't know what I said. John. We got Trescott on the cannonballs. We got V uh, repairing the, the hole, and I'm I'm up in the crow's nest, just like cracking tentacles out! that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. You make it through the uh, the vehicle is dripping with just like all of this flooded Stixian water. Um, so you do have to be careful for a little bit of time before it loses its potency. Mm -hmm. But fortunately, yes. Are there souls attached to the vehicle, it's, technically? Uh, so no. The way that the souls work in, in the River Sticks, which is why you had to go down to the diving bell to go get them, is that they exist on the bottom of the river. The bottom, yeah. Uh, the water itself still has its like magical properties of like forgetfulness and other terrible, awful things that can happen to awful. you. Uh, but when it's not in contact with the main portion of the river, it does lose its effectiveness over time. So you're able to get all the way around here, out on the other side, and you find yourself near what looks to be an enormous dark black iron fortress. The map says nothing about this place. Oh. That means it's maybe new? I shake the map. Got like a, you you pull out the map and shake it. <laughs> the map does not answer. Damn. Uh, is there a mailbox? <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's no address either. Hey, uh, Joel, I can't yes. remember. Did the, did the uh, map say anything about um, the Tower of Morningkainen? Yes, it did. It did. Okay. Which was only temporary as well. Correct. Okay. That's unsettling. So you're just like it's... outside this area here. Maybe like a quick little breather from the harrowing experience that you've had. Is there any interaction you want to have with this place 
or do you want to keep going? Uh, I'm for heading on. I don't just think we should investigate scary-looking fortresses, but if any of you have any idea of why we go in, I'm welcome to hear it. No, I, I'm really averse to the idea that we go somewhere that the map doesn't give us some information about. Rue. <laughs> yeah, it even did mention Morningkainen's tower, so it's very strange that this is not part of it. Um, it's either it like talk about not Eltrail able. Either. Hmm. So it's either like it's not able to detect it for whatever reason, or like maybe it's not native to this plane of hell. Or maybe it's all a mirage. <laughs> I mean, mirage would technically be best because then it wouldn't be real, but... I am also with the just driving away. Okay. Continuing onwards, getting another bit of rest at some point in time as you continue traveling towards Arkin's Tower. You pass an enormous <clears throat> dragon skull to your north quite a ways away. That is not your current destination. Pass another one of these bubbling pools here and go up the mountainside slope until you can find... Before we get too close, Joel, yes. if I may, I would turn to the group and say, so obviously the idea is we're hoping to trade this this dragon orb, right? For uh, Tiamat's blood. Perhaps we shouldn't drive into Arkin's tower with the orb. Because if he knows we have it, What's to stop him just killing us and taking it, right? Maybe we should hide it somewhere, or...? I, I agree, Francis, but if you recall the last time we left our vehicles anywhere, they got stolen from us. <laughs> well, I'm not saying we leave the vehicle. I'm saying we bury it somewhere or, or hide it in a, a patch of shrubs or something like that. Could we just hide it? I don't know how bags of holding works, okay? My my family could not afford such, uh, such trinkets. Would would the bag? I, I'd be asking V. Would well, the bag a, hide its signature? I don't. Okay, okay. Bye, bye, Ketchup. Cat attack! Cat attack! This nice. Oh dear! Nice. Oh, oh, no. uh, Joel, this is one because I'm actually not sure as a as a player sure. how it doesn't say specify what can go into the bag of holding. Besides uh, it being like, if a person can only last ten, sure. Couple uh, minutes, so the, ten it's there's a weight limit on it and a volume a limit, limit okay. on it as well. Right. Um, if it's overloaded, pierced, or torn, it is ruptured and destroyed, and the contents are scattered in the astral plane. If it's turned inside out, to five hundred pounds, everything gets spilled out. Okay. So they don't um, necessarily have to like know that it's in there, but if they pick up a bag of holding and then just like. You can do the same thing. You just turn it yeah, inside yeah. out and everything is dumped out on the floor. Gotcha. Yeah, it says up to 500 pounds and not exceeding a volume of 64 cubic feet. Yes. So no. Uh, so um, that's also the thing. Like, it does have, like, an opening this size, right? Yeah. Like, also, it is a yeah. bag. It's a bag. Um, no, I, I don't think it's going to be able to take an entire vehicle. What? Like. I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying... I'm not saying the vehicle. I'll about the orb. Yeah, they all put that in the bag. Oh, um, yeah, uh, where is it? I think Uldrak's carrying it, isn't he? He's been quite possessive of it. Uldrak. Ah. Do you have the orb? 
Joel doesn't remember we took him with him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like the last thing yeah. we did was was uh, Francis we like another nat twenty to persuasion roll to get him to yeah. come with us. Okay. <laughs> is there? Is just like clutching the orb. All right. Fine. It'll be safe in here, I promise. She'll open up the bag. Dumps it in Move reluctantly. <laughs> 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 You're just gonna splat. Just <laughs> oh, <jumping>. no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my god. Gently. All right, yeah. And he kind of sulks in the corner there. He's not been very helpful or useful because I forgot he existed. Mm. Uh, so, parked at the bottom of Arkin Towers Hill. Do we drive up the rest of the way? Yeah, let's do it. As you approach closer to the tower, the map does finally speak. He wears the hand of evil, yet his goal remains just beyond his fingertips. And as we pull up towards the tower, we're going to take a, a quick shift in our perspective here. Our camera flashes back to the wastes of Avernus in a very specific site of battle. Where, in a moment, a portal is ripped open, and a man comes striding out. Man looks about, finds a pack and a note, begins to set off into the waste, towards a very large helm and sword stuck in the ground. There, the man finds a vehicle, soul coin, and starts up the engine of the Devil's Ride. In the second note. In the second note of another destination. From there, he traverses across the wastes of Avernus, northwards, in an attempt to catch up with someone. The journey isn't easy, but fortunately, one man, it's easy to hide from the horrors of Avernus. And as our party steps out of their vehicles, just to the south of Arkin's tower, there's dust on the horizon. And a vehicle approaching at high speed. I would love for everyone to roll me perception checks. I got a six. Six, nine, 17, nine. 17 and a 10. A 10. To the party, the man appears old, disheveled. But V, you recognize the vehicle that he rides in on. Is there anything that you would like to do before the old man arrives? V recognized the vehicle. She's fucking running. She is going. <laughs> running out towards the Devil's Ride. Uh, she, in fact, uh, she is uh, going to cast uh, Asher Alden's Stride to go faster. <laughs> to go faster. <laughs> she is literally, and you see, and you guys see, like there is a 
it says a dragon blast from her feet. So the suddenly just flames show up and an explosive, and then she starts go, 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 running go, 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 towards go, 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 it. That's and she's also and using her she's, shoes. She's <laughs> she she's shouting, Hugo. Okay. Is that all you guys can hear before she's and V is super on. Zoom. As the Devil's Ride approaches, V. Um, can we get a, a description of who is uh, arriving here, Hugo? Sure thing. So, well, V, you'd see an aged man before you. He's dressed in a simple but elegant robe of deep crimson and blue that's already taken quite the toll from being in Avernus. The man is maybe in his late 60s or early 70s, but he sits atop the Devil's Ride proud with swept-back grey hair and a lengthening grey beard. You see, he's adorned by a few magical trinkets, most notably a large ornate tome that's fastened to his belt with golden chain. There's no staff or wand or any particularly magey artifacts visible on his person, but his right hand does feature an ornate ring with a dark blue gem. His stone features occasionally soften to a humorous smirk as he looks up towards you as you shout to him. I mean, he's he looks, you know, older, but he's recognizable, right? He's just when you get closer immediately. to him. Okay. And she as runs. the Devil's Ride, you know, comes to a stop, you recognize the man astride the vehicle. Um, I guess, I mean, I would, they would meet up, right? Yeah. Would he pull over? I would pull over to V, yes, certainly. Okay. Absolutely. Get away. Yeah. yeah, just like, near home, there he goes. Uh, I'd, uh, yeah. I'd look up towards her when I pull over, and I would just say, you know, it's not awfully nice making an old man chase you on a motorcycle. And she would, she would, she would just, like, start, there would be, like, tiny things of steam coming, like, all, like, the sound of steam, and it's almost but it's like a broken thing, kind of like she's crying. Uh, but obviously there's no water coming out. But she she says, I thought you were gone. I... You look so different. Yes, I... I was gone for some time. But it's, it's awfully nice to see you again, V. And I'd step off the bike and, and go to give V a hug. She would she would absolutely wrap that around. And she would she would be like there would be like little pieces of steam like going into his robe. And like you would probably it would see like it was kind of like at this point, to be honest. ruffling. <laughs> yes, I I was gone for some time, I'm afraid. Uh it seems to have worked though. How how long have I been gone for you? Uh, f a few days. Oh. It's only been a little while, but... I mean, everything here goes so quickly. Does. Time, <laughs> as I found out, moves very differently depending upon where you are. But it seems as though I was not too inaccurate in my return, which I'm glad. I'm so glad to see you. Come, everyone Everyone would like to see you again. Yeah. At this point, I think everyone, if they would like to have caught up to this, you see old man Hugo. Standing old next man to Hugo. Old man Hugo. 
I mean, yeah. Hugo, where, where have you been? How are you so old? Francis, it's it's awfully good to see you, my friend. And I'll go and give him like a, a very friendly handshake. <laughs> so, oh, I've been, well, I've been to a few places, my friend, since I, I remember tumbling into that portal with uh, with my little chap, who's uh, well, we'll get onto him as well, but. I remember tumbling through that portal all those years ago, and yes, I suppose I have been to the odd place since then. But it's good to be back. I, I couldn't leave you all here. Oh, here go old age. Looks good. I kind of shake everyone's hand one by one and clap them on the shoulder as I return. Say, ah, Trescott. Yes, I, I remember you. Just, uh, just what was it? I. You sold your soul, didn't you, silly bugger? I remember that. And and Cyrus, still alive, I see. I know it's only apparently been a few days, but I remember that being somewhat of an impressive feat for you as well. <laughs> you were gone long enough to become an old man, and you still make fun of me. Well, I... Some things never change. I keep quite a few annals these days, and... uh I made sure to make special note of it in the thing, but truly it's it's marvelous to see you all again. And you, of course, Barnabas, uh, I know you're hanging around here somewhere. <laughs> Barnabas is like floating next to you. I like your beard. Thank you. I uh, I grew it myself, but yes, it's, it's awfully good to see you again as well, old friend. I think we uh, need to have a longer discussion at some point on what in the hell's happened to you? I, I assure you, I, I am most well. I I know I'm not the young man that you may have seen a few days ago, but I assure you, I, I am most well. He is, like, touching his face. And, like, <laughs> yeah, like, is forward. everything attached? Not, yeah. I'm just letting her sure. poke me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think well, what happened, she... Hugo? Tell yeah. her. I, I think we're all bursting with curiosity. How are you so old? How are you back here with us at this time? Well, I suppose, you know, in this place that does warrant answering, so to keep it keep it short, I, as you can see, have been gone for some time, and one of my goals during that time was to, to find a way back to this moment in time to help all of you, and, well, eventually it fell into my hands, rather, and not in the way I planned, but here I am. It's been a long journey, and... One that is perhaps longer than you might imagine. But I am back, and I recall much of what was going on here, and I aim to see it through with all of you, and hopefully get you to a much nicer place. That was extremely vague! Well, how did you have <laughs> well, you traveled all... through time? How many years exactly have passed for you? Well, uh, when I left, I... How old are you, Francis? We're similar. We were similar in age, weren't we? Let me double check. <laughs> Don't worry, I have to triple check. I'm 25. You're 25. I, I'm a few I'm years 11. older than you. I think I was, let's say I was around 30. That, that 30, that, that would make me somewhere in the region of my 220s at the moment, I think. I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? I've been gone for some time. At least How to me. are you still alive? I have gained and learned many things during that time and met many friends. Some of whom 
allowed me to perhaps live longer than what would be considered natural. Yes, um, humans have a shorter lifespan, but you've, you're almost the same age as my father at this point. Well, or, I, or who he was. I am half elven, which does help me live a little ah. longer, but also I, uh, I, I'm now somewhat versed in different arts to that which I once was. I, I study and keep records of the arcane to keep it simple, and, uh, a lot of that exposure leads to a natural lengthening of your life cycle. No big giant exploding <laughs> stick anymore. No! Oh, wow, yes, I... <laughs> my my rifle, I remember that thing. No, that, uh... It saved my life after I went, honestly. I, I used it for a year or so afterwards, and... Uh, it saved my life more times than I can count, so thank you, V, for that. Oh. I'm sorry to, that it was lost. Oh, no, it wasn't lost. I, uh... I think I ended up selling it for quite a lot of... Quite a lot of what I needed at the time, but I had no, it didn't work anymore. Not that I told them that, <laughs> but, uh, yes, no, it, it truly saved my life. So thank you. Well, whoever has it, it's, it's definitely gone now in pieces. Oh, it'll the, be gone. the rune dropped from it. Yes, I think it would have dropped almost immediately. In my studies, I've noticed enchantments and whatnot rarely tend to last between planes, so... Oh. Okay. Where were you? I... I assume... What happened? Wait, what? What happened to... The... Big Buck? Oh, <laughs> to Seven. Again. To Seven? Seven is uh, at home at the moment. He watches the place for me while I'm out. It's named Seven? Name? Oh, I called him Seven, yes. Honestly, after a few decades, we really actually became quite good friends. He, uh, once you break out through that shell, he's got quite a soft, sweet center. <laughs> Still has his giant arms, though. They're actually very useful in his day-to-day -day work, but... Yes, no, Seven is seven is fine. He's, he's at home. Um, where was I? I... Well, when I left you, I went to uh, Seven's home. Actually, I went to the plane of Mechanus, but that's a story for another time, perhaps. I seem to remember there being some pressure upon us here. Mm. Yes, yes, actually, we are just outside of Arkin's Tower. Um, when we had made our way southwards to Uldrak's grave, uh, where you found your vehicle. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uldrak is, well, no longer a titan and is sulking in the vehicle. Um, we are here to uh, get ourselves some blood of Tiamat. Tiamat, wow, that's... Uh... I recall, yes, yes, we, we stole some things of her cash on this plane, I believe. I'd maybe uh, keep that down. I don't remember these people worship her or something, so... Oh, oh, yes, of course. Um, yes, if, if I recall, the, the blood of Tiamat is around Arkhan's neck in a vial. Yes, a vial, and we have things to trade for it, but we're keeping it kind of a secret, so we keep don't... it on the DL. Don't get Anything it stolen. Anything else about this uh, Arkhan, I should, I should know? Um, he seems quite evil. The map warned us about him, and oh, he's a dragonborn. I remember the map. What did the map say? It never said anything particularly helpful. Um, <laughs> well, I believe it. It hasn't spoken yet about the tower, has it? Did it? It, it, yeah, has. About the, it was. He was reaching, but it was out of reach. Oh, right. Evil. So it has to do with the fact that um, so Arkin, 
has the um, hand of Vecna uh, attached to him. And um, oh. he wears the hand of evil, yet his goal remains just beyond his fingertips. Joel, I'd assume that I would very much so know what that is. Yep. Yeah. I'll say, uh, oh, that's, that's not good. I'm afraid the hand of Vecna is an immensely powerful artifact. We should tread lightly around him. Oh. Okay, that's good to know. Yes. Um, um hopefully we don't have to do too much and just bargain and get out of here. I don't fancy a battle fair. against him or his allies. Yes. I know you, you all of you likely have many many questions for me, but I I must just implore you to trust me at this time. I know it's difficult in a place like this, but I, I wouldn't I, come I, back were it not to help. Hugo, I just have one more question. Go Are ahead. you basically Deckard Kane from the Diablo series now? <laughs> no, I'm far more powerful. <laughs> Deckard Kane gets Deck wrecked all yeah. the time. Deckard Kane wishes he was Hugo at this yes. point. I, I have many more cool tricks than asking people to listen to me ramble on. But that will happen as well. <laughs> I have more questions, but let's wait for a moment. We have long travels ahead of us in the vehicle. There's plenty of time to talk after. Absolutely. All right, up to the tower then. As you make your way up the hill towards Orchid's tower, the dark tower looms on the horizon, its black spire rising hundreds of feet, its ramparts bristling with charred skulls mounted on iron spikes. The tower's apex splits into five narrower spires that jab at the sky like clawed fingers. Circling above the tower's peak, is a great white dragon stained with ash and soot. As you get closer, you notice figures shuffling atop the ramparts, undead guards in various states of decay. The dragon roars, and there is movement at the tower's base. And we'll find out what that is after we take a short break. Welcome Great. back, Hugo! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Old man Hugo. Welcome back, nice. Welcome back to Avernus. Welcome back to Avernus, everyone. We're cutting out all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to stay you locked away forever. Anyway. I want there to uh, that has to be like a patron reward. <laughs> yeah, after, after all of this, there's a whole sections of the... Uh, Oh god, am I gonna go back and do the- I could! You could just put it all on We could call it the the cancellation edit. (laughs) (laughs) Just 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 force everyone to be paid. I get naked in it, which is like, that's (laughs) wild. (laughs) Yo, I'll I'll do a calendar as long as uh, as as it's not full nude. I remember that episode. <laughs> I'll only do a calendar if it's full. If it's full, nude. yep, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I can't. I can't Tasteful do the full nudes. All right, welcome back to Avernus outside of Arkin's Tower. There's a dragon and un- some undead shit. Uh, as you approach the tower here, the dragon did roar, alerting people inside of your approach. And there is some movement down at the base of the tower, and the large double doors are opened, and a creature walks out. It's a large turtle, armored heavily, carrying an enormous staff with skulls on it. He approaches the party slowly. 
Arya oh. looks real cool. He is so badass. <laughs> so he cool. is like an, wicked. An, an actual evil King Cooper. Yeah. Yes. Cruel is, Crawl is so cool. Yeah. Um, Look at all those runes on his back. Yeah. He Damn, seems to be ziggurat. covered in these draconic runes. He's joined by four ghouls. They're gnawing on various bones. And they eye you hungrily as he approaches. What brings you to the Tower of Arkin? We seek an audience with Arkin. An audience? Who are you to demand one? Uh, we wish to offer a trade. A trade? Of what? <clears throat> well, we know that Arkin is involved in the worshipping of dragons, and we have uh, in our possession, or well, not in our possession, but we know the location of an orb of dragon kind, an artifact that we're sure he would like to possess. Cocks his head to the side, studies you more carefully. Where did you acquire such a thing? Uh, through uh, various deals with uh, the entities of this plane. And what do you seek? in this trade. <clears throat> we, um, <clears throat> seek some of Tiamat's... <clears throat> cough, cough. Right. Arkin is not here. But, if you have the orb, I will take you to him. Uh, where, where, where is he? The monument of Tiamat. And he gestures outwards to the enormous dragon skull in the mountainside. He seeks to commune with the queen. Uh, how, how long um, uh, w would he be? You think he'd be back? Uh, sure. Show me the orb and that it is in your possession. I will take you to him. I, I would. I, I don't trust this man's. Can I roll, uh, insight? I suppose. Sure. Ah, uh, twelve. Dang. I. That means I rolled a four. Wow. He's um. Somewhat cryptic, but definitely a no nonsense type. V's gonna look towards Francis and Hugo. I guess. I guess I just. <laughs> Quietly shrug. I don't think we have any other choice. I I find somebody commuting with Tiamat and the plane of Avernus somewhat unusual, but uh, if that's what he's doing, I I really would advise that we go along with what he says. Okay. Arkin is one of her highest servants. You will find that he may commune often. Why is he here? In Avernus? That is his business. And he may share with you, should he find it pertinent. Well, I... Bees. I see this is the path. Bee's going to take out her bag of holding and pick up 
The orb. Flash the orb. Yeah, just sort of the orb. Rummage your hand past and Lulu and close it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sees the orb. His tortle eyes widen a little bit in recognition. Oh, yes. Arkin will be most intrigued by the artifact. He may even give you what you seek. Come. Let us go to the monument. You may speak to Arkhan there. Shoves it back in the bag. Don't stray far. The Abishai can become very hungry. You don't have to tell us twice. Hope this guy doesn't move at base of a turtle. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I almost have a roll perception check to see if he hears. <laughs> the ghouls come with you, somewhat loosely surrounding the party, as the turtle leads you northwards to the monument. You walk past, you know, where you've parked here. It will take a better part of a day to arrive. Come along. And no, he doesn't move at the pace of a turtle. But the pace is deliberate and slow. The winds whipping up around you here in the sands of Avernus. It's been a long time since you've just walked the sands. And I will need constitution saves from everyone. As you walk the next four or five hours towards oh. the monument. Trescott with a 24, Hugo with a 22, Cyrus with an 11, V with an 8, Francis with a 20. Both Cyrus and V suffer one point of exhaustion on the, the travel over. Arriving at the monument some hours later, the cartographer shouts out from a bag, Draconic Devil's Roost in a Giant Skull! through which the Dragon Queen speaks with five tongues. The turtle will turn around, as this is some of the first noise that he's heard in quite some time, and goes, what was that? Within our possession is a, is a map of Avernus that um, gives us small details of the locations we visit. And that was in describing where we are headed, I suppose. <laughs> you can see Hugo's got a big grin on his face like, <laughs> I missed that thing. <laughs> How quaint. Come. We are arriving. A colossal dragon skull leans against a mountainside, surrounded by bones the size of houses. Acrid smoke rises from the skull's maw. A military-style tent has been pitched among the bones, and parked next to it is a two-wheeled infernal war machine. Gathered around the tent are a dozen chattering reptilian humanoids with gleaming swords. White scales and white leathery wings. It's been a while since we've seen one of these, so I'll go ahead and post Ooh. that up again. White like a sword. Abishai. I like the hair. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna like their, mm -hmm. their tentacle hair. And Dread hair. As we do that, let's, uh, let's give it a little more flavor, shall we? Oh, 
You don't need to put us on a battle map, Joel. This is gonna go just, fine. Just, is there a battle map? Just in case. Oh, I'm not even. I'm not even in the party. Look at just that. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know when we would be having you it's show me. up. So give me. That's Baron. There you are. Neat. And I will back this out. I so know what that is. Can see. I regret showing up. <laughs> Thanks, Grimbeck. Me's uh, many... probably holding on to to Hugo's like robe a little bit, being like, <laughs> "I really missed you." I, I assure you, I missed all of you far more. It's only been a few days for you, V. Although I, I suppose say, you v, it's I only been dead. like a day or two. But I thought he was gone, like everything else here. Well, perhaps when uh, we're done with all this, we can all go somewhere far more uh, pleasant than Avernus. What about your law business, Hugo? Oh, that's right. Yes, in the in the city house. of Baldur's Gate. I I haven't been to Baldur's Gate actually in a, in a long time. If you are done prattling, let us proceed. Oh, we're done. And Crawl will lead you towards the tent, and the snapping jaws of the Abishai around you as they move out of the way, letting Crawl pass. Go ahead and just take take the whole group inside, shall we? Okay. Sure, why not? Oh, did what's his not? name not come Who? with us? Who? Is he watching Old the car? Old Drek is just Old Drek. not even gonna worry about Old Drek. He's not okay, cool. in here. He's watching oh, an iPad yeah, yeah, in the yeah. car. Drinking <laughs> a juice box. Got <laughs> a juice box. Yep. I did have some juice box left. As you walk inside, you see well. The man himself, Arkan, standing there with some of his compatriots. Arkan is a large red dragonborn, his left hand, this desiccated green glow emanating from it, immediately recognizable as the hand of Vecna to Hugo here. He eyes you looks up and down his own servant there, the Tornal. And next to him, you see an enormous Minotaur wielding two golden blades down at his side and a Manticore directly next to him as well. The Tornal looks so cool. Tornal bows deep. Bit an image of Craig. <laughs> The turtle bows deeply. Arkin, these here have something to bargain for. It seems valuable enough that I think you should hear them out. Arkin, gestures that you come forward. Well then, show me what you have. Let's see if it's worth my time. You see Hugo paling a little as he uh, stares at the hand of Arkan. Or, more accurately, not Arkan's hand. Mm-hmm. Ah. You admire my gift. Know what that is? Quite a powerful artifact, yes. It is. Do you know whose hand that is? I tore it from the man himself. 
can I insight check him? Is he telling the truth? Absolutely. Arcot's so cool. Natural 20. Natural 20. Absolutely did. Wow. No. Okay. I fought with Vecna at the side of great heroes. And in the last moments, I took the hand, chopped with this axe, as he holds up his enormous battle axe. And then I took my own hand and put it in its place. Quite a dedicated individual, then. Yes. There is nothing I wouldn't do for my queen. Now, quit wasting my time. Why are you here? <clears throat> um, we wish to trade. As your um, lieutenant stated, we have an item in our possession that we think you would be very much keen to uh, acquire. An orb of drag dragon kind. And for it, we require Tiamat's blood. You note that he takes that hand of Vecna and, like, touches this vial full of something around his neck. Indeed. Should you have something like that in your possession, I would be most interested. Um, Francis, should I... I would say so. Now would be the time to okay. present it. Oh, okay. Um, uh... And then she's gonna like take the bag out and just like hold up the orb. Haha. Like, -ha. Retrieve it for me. The enormous Minotaur will step forward. Well, hang and on. Now. <laughs> Should we agree? I it? only wish to examine it. Well, you why have does it. My word. Why does it my companion. Hold it before you so that you may look at it that way. As you like stare up at Toragar. <laughs> Please. <sighs> As you wish. Toragar snorts and steps backwards, leaving a clear path between the Manticore himself and Krull for your companion to approach. Dongo. Okay. I, I will walk up with V to provide moral oh, support. <laughs> approaches <laughs> and walks amongst this den of just. People, you remember when we were meeting like humans? You know, there was an imp or something there, but that's you know, remember when we were meeting humans to fight? We're not, we're not like fighting these people, stop. I'm not, I'm not saying that in character. Um, I'd be like, ah. all right, V's gonna like walk up with both hands with the, the orb and just like kind of like present it near him. Um, here, here. Francis for moral support. He leans closer, looking at it. Ah. Where did you come by such a thing? <clears throat> As I said to your uh, lieutenant, we have uh, traded with it, um, uh, or traded for it through various deals of the, the denizens of this plane. Mm. It is a nice piece. I would like it. Yes. I've stated our price. Indeed. I think 
The deal is almost made. For me to maintain my strength and power, I must... He flexes the hand of Vecna in front of you. Snuff the life of goodly aligned creatures. Uh-oh. <laughs> I require one to feed upon. A and sacrifice. You may have the reliquary of blood. Do do you take their entire life? <laughs> All of it. All just a little. What what if we we pull it together, just like some life yeah. from one life in payment. That to uh, feed that hand of yours? It feeds me and the hand. Keeps me from Decomposing. Killing you. You like, you take a closer look at the arm that the, the hand is attached to, and you note that it is necrotized. It's rotting. Can't control that thing, you know. I do not need to control it, just use it. Now, do we have a deal? And do you have a sacrifice? I can't speak for the rest of the group, but I don't know if any of us would fit that bill, and nor are we in possession of a good aligned creature to, to to give to you. You note that he breathes in. And Trescott, you'd recognize this immediately as a paladin ability. Being able to recognize oh, no. good <laughs> and evil. He sure can. And he points to people in the group. The one there that coughs up the ash. The one with the beard. <laughs> the one with a curious bonding of soul. And you, my mechanical friend. You may be made of machinery, but a soul you still possess. Any of these would fill the bargain. And I think he does a little double take. And he looks back at Barnabas, the floating Ooh. skull. No. And curiously oh. enough, I have never seen a flaming skull of a goodly disposition. Yet, here you are. Ah. <laughs> um, Take I'm, your pick, uh, or find another to sacrifice. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit briefly, if that's okay with you. I, I would like to pull Please. V. Aside. You may exit the tent and return when you are ready. Crawl, oh, oh, escort okay. them. And Crawl will nod, and he will usher you all out of the tent. You do not attempt to take uh, the artifact or anything. It seems that they are intent on having this deal. As you exit, the Abishai have kind of somewhat crowded around, sniffing closer to you all here. Some of them snapping their jaws in your direction, giggling happily at anyone who flinches. Back off, foul creatures! <laughs> <laughs> I will feast on your bones. <laughs> oh, you won't. Get in line. 
Crawl um, <laughs> will just kind of like low rumble, and they'll they'll back away from him. They will not I, bother you. Just make your decision quickly. The question I would ask of us all is: Does anyone wish to volunteer? No. no. Um, we should play no part in empowering that artifact. I. V, do you we still went, have... we came we came here for my soul and I'm not willing to trade another one of my other friends for it. Uh do do you still have any uh any like specific pieces from the um the dragon guys who tried to kill us? No, we we lost those in the Emporium. Um, well, I, um, I, weren't, weren't the gems a part of the horde too? I, I have, I still have some of the Azerite gems. I, I get the impression that this, uh, he said he needs to snuff out a life. Yeah, but uh, maybe we could offer him something else for his, 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 uh, master? Perhaps. Although that hand is killing him. Eh, well, you know. He thinks he killed where that hand comes from. I assure you, I've seen things that would suggest otherwise. We should not aid him in using that. I worry about our alternative options. I'm not so sure we should be battling these creatures. I, who said anything about that? Well, what are the other options? Um, I have... Uh... There is only one other person whom I've sensed in this entire plane that is considered good. Now, I haven't been sensing everyone. I mean, he, he, he did something that paladins know how to do we can we can feel the goodness in people or the evil in people and there's only one other person who showed good that too maybe uh now joel mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong sure. <laughs> i don't know why i'm suggesting this maybe evil trescott but you are indeed evil a little tainted now. didn't didn't kirkendolt when we first met him Try yes. to pick up soul coins and he oh, couldn't. No. Absolutely not, I fucking swear to God. I'm just saying! Kirkendolt was one. <laughs> and the, the big dude in Mad Nagy, wasn't he a oh, good guy? Yeah. He was good. And the unicorn at the zapper. So, I mean, there are good. And, and Lulu before she. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, was... I knew that one, but I wasn't going to pull her out of the bag. <laughs> and she's already <laughs> dead, so. I mean, there are people. Kirkendolt. I can't remember the guy's big guy's name. Oh, I guess giant. the thing is, I mean, we would have I mean, to be taking this person against their will, no doubt. Yeah. I'm what not. Of the unicorn. Praxagor. Praxagor. That's right. I agree with Hugo. I don't think we should be trading anyone's soul for this. This is this is just to get Uldrak back his body, and then ultimately to get my soul back, but it's 
Doesn't seem to be very worth it. Not for someone else's life. Especially when it seems to be helping an individual like that who uh, I really don't think he's quite that well adjusted. If his goal is be. anything concerning Tiamat, we do not want to be complicit in that, nor empowering the hand of Vecna. I know I this place calls us something to do. else that he might want. We should take the orb and just leave and apologize to Uldruk. We can't get the blood. I don't think we should be here any longer. I just worry about the people of Alterella and the alternatives to be able to. We'll fight. We'll find another way. I, I, let's just go. We think I really do think Kirk and Dolk should be the MVP of this whole campaign. I think Arkan now knows we have something that he very much so desires. We should be on our guard as we try to leave. Agreed. Deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. <laughs> so you Slams just turn to, to go? You don't fuck uh, you form anyone. We, we, we I tell what's his name. We tell we can tell yeah. the turtle. Yeah, so you, you call you. crawl over. We 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 have decided to not. We will not be sacrificing any of ourselves uh, as part of the payment for CMS blood. So uh, if Arkan does not just wish to have a straight trade, then we will be taking our leave. I understand. Shall I escort you back to the tower? Uh, sure, yeah, you can keep uh, to protect us from any of the uh, less disciplined denizens around here. Give me a moment to inform Arkin of the decision, and I will accompany you. <clears throat> okay. Can't, I can't wait to be attacked by 12 Abishai. <laughs> he goes into the tent and disappears for a bit of time. Over the next minute and a half or so yeah the abishai kind of like start slinking forward here getting closer snapping their jaws and running their tongues along the blades of their swords here as they get very uncomfortably close Eventually, i really would advise you to back up and as you say that crawl does exit the tent and that low rumble again emanates from him and they all quickly back away from him Arkin is displeased, but he has allowed you to go. Come, I will take you back to the tower. Bye. And so, <laughs> Crawl will lead you away. Okay. I don't. Out of the area. Yikes. And back towards the tower. It is a long and arduous journey back. It seems even harder than the first time. Uh, can I just straight up ask Kroll? Um, Kroll, look, elephant in the room. Wait, no, he didn't tell us. His, we don't know his name, do we? Hmm. Just the turtle. That's just turtle. Um, you could ask him. You've been traveling now for like eight hours. I, I wouldn't feel him. comfortable asking his name. for. I don't know. I just feel like mm. he, if he wanted to volunteer it, he'd have done it by now. He doesn't mm -hmm. seem like the sociable type, so I'm not going to ask. But I will ask... Um, uh, sir, uh, the, uh, the elephant in the room, are, are, are you just going to try and take the orb of Dragonkind from this platform? Hmm. I would not do it alone. But you've presented a treasure that Lord Arkin desires. 
do not be surprised if some are sent after you. You seem like goodly folk. That is unfortunate. Watch the I, skies. I mean, the, the price was just a little bit too high. Hmm. Well, why do you serve him? Not cruel. Turtle man, why do you serve him? <laughs> he is a friend. One that I adventured with for many, many years. Some of our dealings have turned him south. Like I said, watch the skies. Once there is something that Arkin sets his eyes upon, he will stop at nothing to acquire it. It may have been the better decision to sacrifice one than for all of you to perish needlessly. I mean, he could have just gave us the, could have just traded the vial. I mean, you know, he shakes his head. Given him more. The vial is important with his commune, with the queen. It binds him to her, allows him to communicate. It is a piece of the puzzle that he must put together to bring her back. It is a so large loss use. for him in that yeah. trade. Oh. I see. Come, the sands are unkind. We spend much more time out here. I fear that some of you may collapse. Probably constitution saving for us. Okay. To spend another five hours walking. 23. 18. 18. Nice. Good job, good job, good job. Good a job. seven. Well, oh, wait a minute. And Hugo. I'm old. We'll both suffer one point of exhaustion. Okay, okay. Yeah, so That's because I let Hugo lean on me. Yeah. Saves are not a disadvantage. Sorry. That's yeah, because I, I, I chose Francis to lean on. <laughs> he leads you back to the bottom of the tower. The ghouls having kind of picked up on the way. You note that they would not approach where the white Abishai were. Oh, um, actually, sorry. I was already at one point of exhaustion, so I have to do that twice, no, you, right? No, you do not. No, no, no. Oh. Ability checks are the first disadvantage. Ability checks, Then okay. it is half not speed, saving. and then it is saving throws and attacks at level three. Got it. Uh, yeah, leads you back there, escorted by the ghouls, and he stops at where your vehicle is. The offer still stands until it is taken from you. Be careful. And if you hear the sounds of wings above, it is already too late. If possible, could you let them know that, like, there, there are tech. We just have to think, maybe think it over a little bit longer. There are potential candidates. Just, you know, give us, give us a little bit of leeway before he. He shrugs his reptilian shoulders. I have already delivered a message to Arkin. I do not intend to walk back there this day. That's that's fair. Thank you for your help. He shrugs again. I am but a messenger these days. I would wish you luck, but it won't matter. And he will turn to enter the tower with the ghoul guards. 
Bit of a cynical fellow, would you say? Mm. He seems a little displeased with his current lot. I wonder if that may be of use to us. Oh, well, who wants to tell Ulderuk the news? I've never met the fellow, so... Uh, Barnabas volunteered to have... Whoa, 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 <laughs> hang on now. I was very close to volunteering my everlasting soul for the trade, but I'm not volunteering for this. <laughs> this is much worse. <laughs> Can you imagine the anger he will feel once he's back in Titan form? I don't want to be in the way of that. Well, he did say that there's a... No. Wait. Barnabas. He doesn't have another way, right? It's just this. How... Barnabas, how much do you know about Aldrak and his Titan form? It's not something I'm particularly clued up on. Oh, right. You would have um, missed that whole thing, huh? Well, yes, yes. I was I was taking a, a short hiatus. Yeah, indeed. Uh, poor Aldrak. Traveled here to the Nine Hells to slay Tiamat. And win uh, glory for his deity, Surtur. Uh, quite frankly, he got his ass kicked. <laughs> and, well, instead of being slain, Tiamat cursed him for his impudence and made him a tiny little spined devil. Oh. But were we to revert this, I assume the, the blood of Tiamat is what's needed to break that. Oh. How quickly would the reversal take place? I assume it would be immediate. And he would be very powerful as a titan, of course. Uh, do you know of um, Empyreans? And yes. Throughout your studies, obviously, at yes. this point, you would. I've heard of right? them. Yeah, they're like... I've read the whole wiki at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you understand that they're incredibly powerful you know, titans. Um, Were we... Potentially, and this is awfully dangerous, but were we to initiate a ruse whereby we took Aldrak under the pretense of being a sacrifice, somehow managed to wrest that vial of blood from Arkan, he may be what we need to survive such an encounter. It was somewhat the thought when we uh, decided to take this as maybe... An Empyrean we could use as an ally. There's no telling what he'll do once in its Titan form, however. Could just be making promises. I huh. dare say if Arkad is a loyal servant of the person who cursed him, he may, you know, have thoughts about that. And Empyreans would be, be right. a decent person to have in a fight. It's whether we can get that vial off Arkan and... I don't know, smash it or throw it at or whatever to Uldrak Are you without dying. suggesting a... a heist? Somewhat. Or a smash and grab, to be blunt. We needed to get Uldrak from the car anyway, and I didn't really want to face the, the kind turtle, so maybe we can drive back to that place without him. didn't seem like he was leaving anytime soon. And he will be without his tortally guard. I do think Rude. that 
Minotaur, however, is quite formidable looking. And they have a veritable army of Abishai there. But an Imperial against those, I think. It wouldn't matter. You're right. Wouldn't matter. Perhaps we pool our ideas. What can each one of us do to attempt to wrest that vial from Arkan's neck? It was around his neck, right? Correct. What can we do? I have certain abilities that may help. I can also turn myself invisible. I know, Francis, you can do that too. I can as well. I can run really fast? You know, I've been... I've been watching Francis use that... pattern ability so much, and I think I have it down. I should be able to use it myself. Oh, great! Another spell that's useless for me. Great! Great stuff. <laughs> I just keep learning from all of you and taking... I understand this is... Perhaps you can, can learn this fly. in time, but... Oh, I can fly too, but... Perhaps you can learn this in time. What? It's rather <laughs> odd one to bring up into conversation, but... I can... Well... Are any of you familiar with telekinesis? Um, well, I, I guess I understand the concept. Well, I can move things with my mind, is what I'm saying. And mm. Were we to somehow even briefly distract or restrain Arkan or do any such thing, perhaps I could use that to wrest the vial from his neck. It's only on a simple chain. It, it surely wouldn't take much. I mean, I'm I... up to trying, but I, I really, I think this is an incredibly... It's incredibly, incredibly dangerous, but what is our alternative? Yeah. Our alternative is to sacrifice one for the good of all. Sacrificing to Tiamat and Vecna. I think you'd struggle to find a worse combination to sacrifice two for the good of all. I, I don't want to lose anyone else. I've already lost too many as it is. I... Even if we save the city of Elturel, Trescott, were Tiamat to return... The damage would be far worse. Um, Joel, can I look at the orb sure. itself? Mm -hmm. I want to open it and see, you know, what even is it? Can I look and see if I have recognized Yeah, would you have spent any time, like, over over your days, like, looking at it? I know I you mean, were working yeah, on I was, other I stuff. I was working on, like, new armor things mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, it, it, it just it, it would take some time to, like, know what it does right so i've given you the picture of this previously but here is the actual text of the orb of Dra dragon kind so uh, upon learning more about it uh there's a lot of legend in here but there has a wall of text. it has lots of text the biggest thing here is because i haven't rolled any of the minor or major properties because no one's attuned to this yet is that it can be used to call dragons to it which is rather useful if you're trying to coax uh, dragons to your side, or maybe a god that's a dragon. Just imagine be like, yeah, no, we got Tiamat for you. Here you go. <laughs> 40 miles. Whoa. Yep. That's a lot of dragons in certain places. Uh, what? Oh, dragon deities such as Tiamat are unaffected. God damn it. <laughs> oh, there you go. It, it does not exert the, the control, right? So, but it's not that she can't hear the call. Yeah. 
We could always try to use this. I mean, they are a dragonborn, right? So they would at least hear it and be distracted from the call. I don't know. Are, are, are dragonborn able to hear this? Hmm. Dragonborn are not truly dragons, despite their heritage. I wouldn't I expect them, them to be able to hear such a thing. Ah. Akin to how tieflings are not truly fiends. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, I haven't much read... There wasn't much in terms of books on this in, at my home. Alright, well... I mean, I'm, I don't think there will be many dragons here. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen as, many. As you are, like, outside the tower, there's still that white dragon flying about, like, the top of the tower. So you did see that on the oh, way I did in. See, okay, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's true, it, I forgot roared, It was one. the doorbell. Ding dong. <laughs> so there's at least that one. Okay. And they're not hostile towards you. They can be. There's so much to read here. Dragons drawn to the orb might be hostile might, might towards be hostile you, to you for compelling them against their will. Well, yeah, what we... Uh, I don't think this idea is good. Never mind. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't... Cyrus doesn't know this, but reading through the orb of dragon kind, like, we could technically have two people get death ward. And then, like, try, try and just bum rush to take the thing and then pour it down Uldrock's throat or whatever he needs. I think he just needs to smash it or spill it. Well, why don't we ask him? We'll go inside and see what he would prefer. Mm -hmm. So you go inside your, your vehicle there, and Uldrak sits there with his arms crossed. Well, did you get it? Not yet. Ah, I'm so tired of being stuck in this puny little body. Well, about that. Um, they didn't want to trade. Archon didn't want to trade for just the orb. It wasn't good enough. Um, and so, tell us again a little bit about how much blood or what you exactly need. I only to... need a drop. A drop. Yes. Does it have to a be a drop body? of godly blood? in contact with me should revert the curse. Aldrak, to be blunt about it, we don't know each other, but I've heard of your predicament. Yes, you look quite old. I thank you, I, I am. Uh, we were wondering, were we to get you within, say, I don't know, three or four feet of uh, Arkan himself, who, who has the blood? All we would need to do is to break that vial around his neck and to get the blood to touch you, right? Yes. Would you then be immediately empowered to help with the, well, to again, to be blunt, ensuing carnage? Because I, I imagine be there empowered. would be quite a... It would give so... me a chance to exact some revenge. Yes. Yes. So he reverts into speaking giant again because he just does that every once in a while. <laughs> Well, I can't understand giant right now, but give me give me ten minutes and I can. Ah. Uh, but I would not have my weapon. 
or my helm. How vital is that to you? Do you want me to cut the heads off? I would need uh, a sword. I mean, if that's your preferred methodology, then I suppose that would do, I yeah. I still smash them between my hands, stomp them beneath my feet, summon bolts of radiant light upon their puny heads. Well, you seem excited about the prospect. Yes. So what I suggest we do is we pull all of our abilities and, you know, all of our sort of capabilities and see if we can pull this off. It, it's incredibly dangerous, but it's the only way I see of not aiding a cause far worse than what we're fighting against. Well, uh, one alternative now that I know, um, he might not trade for just the orb for the whole vial. What about one drop of the vial? Like he that. might trade the orb for one drop and not include a soul. I guess he could ask him first? I think and, uh, Hugo's problem is giving him the orb in, in any kind. But if we were to, well, to be perfectly blunt, eliminate the problem afterwards, I think that would belay some of my fears. But believe me, you do not wish to be complicit in what he is doing. For sure. Um, but I think that might be a little bit better than, you know, potentially throwing a soul away. He needs the vial, but not all of it. We could have I mean, some people go invisible, and if it goes poorly, try to steal it. I'm, I'm gonna hazard a guess here. There's no shot that some of them won't be able to see invisible creatures. I, I don't think invisibility is gonna help us in this situation. Didn't didn't we try that before with someone and they saw through it? He showed, Trescott said he showed himself to be a paladin, uh, the, the large minotaur-esque fellow didn't strike me as a magic wielder of any sort, I, I suppose if you have your suspicions, then understandable, but, I mean, it the is. hand of Vecna will give many properties, perhaps it does see through deceits too, I, I worry that Archon is too powerful to be swayed by such a invisibility. Well, we can always yell banana. Banana. So is the the basic thing to see if if he will trade for just a drop? A drop. If no, then what? We try and use all of our abilities that hold him in place, hypnotize him, whatever, so that Uldrak can destroy or spill Get the blood yes come to think of it i i could potentially even the odds even more the large minotaur i i might be able to take him out of the fight entirely i do not believe he is a native to this plane and i know a trick or two when it comes to sending people to other planes it may not. It may not work, but it's worth a shot. 
I think... Well... I... I think we should at least give it a chance to go. Yep. If it goes wrong, at least we die together. Oh, as if it goes, goes wrong, you better start debating between you which one of you I'm going to teleport out with me. <laughs> uh, well, I can I can do that myself. I've got the old dimension door, so I can also take Ooh. one person out. Hey, Francis, I can cast dimension door just with my book. Oh, well done. That's, that's, well, that's nice. Business. Well done. Thank uh, you. So, so again, dimension door does just teleport them 300 feet in a general direction. You can direction. go through stuff with dimension door, right? Uh, yeah, you just need to be able to just, like, yeah, picture. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere yeah. you picture. You can picture a spot, and it just sends them to that location. I so picture it in same, the car. Same I... plane, <laughs> uh, just <laughs> a far distance. Yes. Okay. okay. I think we're driving. Okay. Some of you, exhausted, sit in the car and drive back northwards towards the monument of Tiamo. You eventually arrive some, I would say, some ways away to not alert them, maybe, or... Uh, I, I would I say, would it be possible, Joel, just to be within 500 feet <laughs> and not alert them? And not alert them? I mean, uh, if it's not possible. I don't, I don't think, think we it's... Need, I, don't, I don't think we care if they're alerted or not, though. I don't... We're going to go talk to them. Yeah, That's I, true. Yeah, I don't think it'd be possible to not alert them at 500 feet. If you're like a okay. mile out, sure. But, right, they're kind of up on a mountainside here, and they have, like, they can see down to where you're at, and they, they'll be able to see the dust kicked up by the war machine. No, they have the high ground. They do. So, uh, so you're just going to go walk up? Yeah. yeah. So, with Aldrich this time. Uh, Why'd you say it like that, Joel? With Aldrich. Do you have faith in us? I have full I have faith, faith and confidence in you all. Um, it's going to go so bad. Oh, my God. Okay. As you approach the bottom stairs, and don't worry, I'll pull Aldrich out here as well in his little spine devil form. The White Abishai note your return. There's hissing and laughing and blades being sharpened. Ah, you've returned! And without your protector. Yeah. We're gonna I think go we can protect ourselves. There's some laughs from amongst them there. And... Oh, we would love to see you try. Yes, I'm going... yes, come closer. I'm going to, like, yell loudly, like... I'm not going to actually yell in real life. I don't want to be too much. Uh-huh. Move out of the way. We're here to uh, complete the deal that we had. There's some, like, kind of, hissing kind of and yelling to... a little bit. Yeah, you're to trying to project sure. far enough to, like, get the attention of Archon and the rest, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A few seconds pass, and the Amishai start, like, getting closer and closer. And eventually, Torgar Steelfist walks out the front here and shoves the two Abishai to the side, toppling them, and just growls under his breath. And he shouts out, You've come to strike the deal! Yes. 
Hey, hey, we've come to strike a deal, yes. Approach! And he, like, pushes the, the scimitars out and pushes the other Abishai out of the way. Now! Okay. I'd get to do it in five minutes. And he'll wait for you to ascend the stairs before turning around. There's, like, disappointed chittering from the white Abishai <laughs> around you here. They're not very happy uh, about this. Um, and yeah, and he will, you know, return to the tent here. I'll go ahead and get you all situated inside here. Just go ahead and drag it. Oh, Lord. Here we go. I'll put you, yep, there you go. I'm nervous. Hold my hand, John. You enter the tent, and Archon is sitting there on this somewhat throne in this tent. Ah, you've returned. Did you decide who you shall sacrifice? Um, not, I'm not doing the talking. Francis, that's yours. <clears throat> yes, we have uh, one of us has kindly volunteered his soul to you uh, so that we may uh, possess the blood of Tiamat. However, we wish to ask if would it be possible to to stay the sacrifice in exchange for just a drop of Tiamat's blood. We do not require the whole vial that you... Uh, we are, I understand that that is something that is very important and very dear to you, and you are very loath to part with it. The, I, we feel the same about the Orb of Dragonkind, and we wish to ensure that we are in getting a fair deal. So mere, mere, a mere drop for this orb is all we are. Who is the devil behind you? He is one of our companions, a guide for Avernus. Okay. He kind of like hops up and down in his little form, wringing his hands together. Answer. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Roll me a deception check. Oh, God damn it! Technically not wrong. <laughs> Can't wait. I have. I guess I have tried to deceive him. You are so sure. You are trying to deceive. I mean, you should have a decent charisma. Yeah. I got nineteen, Joel. I got nineteen. So no shenanigans, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And he looks at you. Obviously, an insight check, right? Uh, <laughs> it is wise to have a guide along these sands. The wasteland can be unforgiving. A drop for the orb, you say? Yes. Yep. I am in real need of that soul. Um. Sure, Arken, a powerful creature like yourself, surely you do not need to be brought a soul. Surely if you require, you can demand one from any of your lapdogs outside. Do you think any of them have the goodly nature that I require? Well, I, I more meant that they could go and retrieve one for you, not that... Not that you could have one of them, if that makes sense. I, can, I dare say, I dare say we are not the first travelers to come through here, and we certainly won't be the last. I'm sure you can get it from one of them, and this way we, you get to keep your vial. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a win-win tie for everybody. It's, it's great. I had only asked because it was part of the deal, and you had my word. I could just take it. 
Well, I mean, you could, but you have a reputation to uphold, right? This is a, a deal that we're offering. This is a plane where people make all sorts of trades and deals all the time. If you kill us to take the orb, who knows what other powerful artifacts you may miss out in the future because somebody does not trust you. Roll the persuasion check. Yeah. As he flexes the Love hand that. of Vecna in front of you. And that's a 21. 21. Okay. No. No. I think I shall just choose. You will have your vial. I will have the orb. And one of you stays here. Could we just have a look at the vial? I, you know, we're not exactly going to run off with it. When, and I'll gesture to the the other denizens of the room. We need to verify it is what we're after, of course. Roll a persuasion check. Oh. <laughs> Old man Hugo yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. the same roguish <laughs> charm as the. Yes, I would love to see. 14. It. I would love to flash of genius that. Okay. Be an 18. Makes it an 18. 18. All right. Oh, actually, sorry. It's a plus five now because I have intelligence 19. modifier. All so right. 19. Roll a 19. Okay. He looks at you, Hugo, at the back there. Uh, you know, you were so kind to show me your artifact. So I may verify it. It is only proper that I show you the vial. Come, old man. I'll I'll, I'll approach him. Yeah. I'll approach him, looking as frail as I possibly can. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I'm just an old man. Old uh, man. Could I also say, um, Uldraker, Hugo will require your aid. And oh uh, yes, let me lean on you. Let me lean on you. The little devil hops forward. And you note that, like, there's definitely uh, a look between uh, Archon and Torgar as Torgar like, puts his sword down in front of the little devil before he gets too close to you, right? But he's still, like, okay, he's how down, far away He's down it? at your feet, slightly behind you. He's just not, okay. like, level, right? Yeah. So in, in none of these cases has Archon ever, like, been okay with you guys standing, like, next to each other in front of him. It's just been one right, at a sure. time, right? Okay. So he's got the spine devil just a little bit behind you here. And he takes the reliquary of blood from around his neck and holds it out to you, Hugo. Verify I will take it. it from him. Oh, he doesn't let go. He just wants you to look uh, at it. He didn't get to hold the artifact either. He did not get to hold so it. So if you intend to take it, this is you're going to have to snatch it from him. Jesus Christ. Oh, old man snatching it. Can I have about 35 hours to think about that? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Um, could I also, could I just clap Hugo on the back and just say to him, just, so Hugo, what do you think of it? And as, as I'm doing that, I want bardic. to <laughs> yeah, absolutely. give him bardic inspiration. Yeah, of course. I I think it, oh, hang on, let me just have a have a look here. Ah, your old yes. eyes. They do not deceive you. It is truly right. the blood of a god. Yes, it looks very, very good. Uh, and I will... I'm not going to try to physically snatch it because that would be insane mm -hmm. with my minus one modifier. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will try to telekinetically throw it out of his hand 
basically onto Uldrak's head to smash the vial. So, oh my God, if so I remember scared. telekinesis this correctly, is... it is a contested check between your ability to check, which is going to be intelligence, yes, and his strength. Oh. Well, it's it's um, I believe it's a it's against my spell save. Oh no, spellcasting ability. Yeah, you're spell right. Spellcasting okay. ability. Yeah, I had someone use this on Sunday okay. to great effect. So I want I want like. All right. I remember All right. this happening. So here's the thing: you have to I... do this. I want you. Oh God, I need some kind of like deception or sleight of hand or something here i'm trying to search in some way for you to get advantage on surprise well okay so i, I am pretending to be very frail and with my my left hand i am like very slowly you know reaching out not to take it from him but you know you know when somebody shows you something you kind of like gently rested on your hand mm -hmm. i'm like reaching forward to do that and i and i'm mumbling to him and myself all the time you know oh yes yeah we were just conversing about it so i'm trying to get his guard down as much as possible sure. through the act if you roll like. me a little let then do me a per, uh, a performance okay okay this is just uh, how well are you doing this God damn it, old man Hugo. Okay. You, i mean <laughs> you, you have bardic I, I if you want to use it here or... i also like to use my flesh <laughs> or so that's a 13 with what's your bardic a d8 um yes. let him say the or <laughs> Or Go. or you can no. save that bardic for your yeah. ability check for the telekinesis. So it is up to you. On what I think it's better important. to go as good as possible to get the advantage because that's I, a 13 I, yeah. and plus a d8. We should be doing okay. We're already okay at a 13, but okay, okay, I will use my bardic inspiration uh, okay, from the 13. Uh, and I get a five. So that's an 18 on the 18. performance. Yeah, absolutely. God, um, that could have went horribly it wrong. It could have been Would, horribly since wrong. Joel? Yes. Since uh, everything is going on, we are knowing that this is about to happen. Can like, I guess we anyone else in the back prepare something, or are we are we not allowed to? Uh, so when you if you start preparing things like actively like pulling out a weapon or settling <laughs> like, on, they, no, they no, can no. they can notice what's you. happening here. Yeah, no, right? no, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't be Torgar just... and the Manticore actively watching the room for things like this shit. I am. I'm going to react if things go poorly you just reacted by using your that's true yeah yeah. yeah so you do right. not have a reaction here i do not have a reaction right this is all gonna okay. what we've done Within is establish this performance and okay. all of this is going to happen very quickly yeah right. i'm so scared well, because because I can't wait. This is when i judged that he was being probably like as he's starting a sentence you know like when he's in the moment of uh oh yeah like me talking to him and looking at this yeah i would with my right hand and you know I, I would telekinetically try to throw it into Uldrax. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Godspeed. You will have advantage. He rolls a Yay. three on the insight. As he's gloating here, he thinks he's in the position of power. This old man is just observing the things. Yes, it is the blood of a god. And you roll your telekinesis. Yoink! Sorry. Two intelligence saving throws, basically, right? No, it is going to be oh. an intelligence check. It is your ah, intelligence yes, yeah. ability against his athletics. Oh my that God. is a nat That's one on the tick. first. 22. And a 22. 22, which beats his 18 ah! on oh. the grab. God. Oh. You take it and you throw the vial and it smashes into uh, Uldrek here. And Uldrek immediately begins to grow in size, oh, becoming his titanic so form directly oh, inside God the tent, damn. lifting it above him Silly and tossing it fingers. to the size, the side. Um, 
I need everyone to absolutely roll me some <laughs> initiative here. I summoned God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can't even click my token. He's too big. He's, He's too, too big. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll move it out of the way in a second <laughs> I here. It, but I got it. I got it. God damn. That works. Wow. Somehow. That Tele works. I'm now also telekinetic for the next 10 minutes as well. So. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, uh, oh, am I going to have to magic missile to explode this thing? Like, what's going so everyone that is in the area around him needs to make a dexterity saving throw before we even <laughs> pop anything off. 18. So that is everyone except for Cyrus, the Manticore, Archon. And Barnabas. Not one. Oh. Yeah. Those of you that are in the way will suffer 2d10 bludgeoning damage as he Ooh. grows to an immense side. So just nine points of damage. And then everyone just gets pushed out of the way as he's here. So I'll move one south here and then uh, everyone else is just going to end up. Uh, While he's growing, maneuvering. I would like to yell at Uldrak and be like, Uldrak, these are the agents of the one who cursed you. Let them know how that made you feel. And Uldrak like, will roar outwards here. Yes! Yes! God. And he begins to summon radiant lightning to his hands. Um, let me go ahead and roll all of the initiatives since I had to clean up a little bit of stuff here. Um, and do we, do we take the damage if we succeeded? Not that I know that we succeeded. Uh, so if you rolled a 12 and higher, you succeed. Anything under, basically you're just like dodging out of the way. Right? Okay, we're good. Yeah. If, you, it was under a, if it was under a 12, you just take the nine because he just essentially crushes you under the weight and you don't get out of the way in time. Nice. Uh, the tent is no longer here. It is tossed up somewhere to the north. It does not exist anymore. Don't worry about it. Uh, but all of the Abishai are absolutely involved in this situation now. Okay? What? Yeah, weirdly enough no. here. Um, okay, so now I need to... Uh, fuck it, there's so many of these people here. Uh, Torgar needs to be rolled in. My Manticore needs to be rolled in. Uh, Archon rolled. Yeah, Tiamat needs Tiamat, to be rolled. Very in. important. Yeah. Um, and okay, what I'm gonna do is while we real low. while we set this up. Oh God, of course he's first. Uh, I'm gonna set up a couple of these as like groups. Groups. I did. I honestly did not expect you guys to actually fight them. Me neither. Uh, to be honest I, with I you. thought you would strike the deal. That is. Who entirely do you, who do you my fault. I would have fault. taken Kirkendall yesterday. Entirely my fault in thinking that uh, anyone would have made that deal. No. Uh, okay. Murder hobos. We murder, just summoned hobos. a titan murder, inside instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, through some really just... great rolls, actually. Um. So, yeah. It's his turn first. Oh, God. Yes, uh... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. He is going to... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, yeah, okay. He Eat just him. slams downwards onto Torgar in front of you here. Um, he will end up hitting. He is going to do 38 bludgeoning damage, uh, and Torgar needs to roll a constitution save, uh, which he does succeed, so he is not stunned. Um, and then he is going to throw a bolt of radiant light back at one of the the Abishai here. He's so big, it doesn't matter. He's not a disadvantage for any of this nonsense. He throws it back here. It's a 27 to hit. Absolutely does. Does 23 uh, radiant damage to the creature. Uh, and he begins to, like, stomp around outside here. 
Uh, okay. So that is this much, and that is this much. Great. Uh, Archon goes next. Of course he does. I'm Hear sure me he's out. Not strong. I'm sure he's not a dragonborn, and you know we're all standing in a circle. Wouldn't he be surprised? Uh, the surprise. Obviously, his generals wouldn't. The surprise was being able to take the the, the vial. Right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Um, after that, he. I mean, he is fully aware of the situation Pissed here. off now. Yeah. Uh, so. Could have traded a drop of blood. I'll tell you. Archon. Got greedy. Is going to make. You know what? It's over. We have the wizard in front. Sure do. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's just going to point with the hand of Vecna. Oh gosh. At Hugo, who is back. No. Why Hugo? Shoulda should have applied the death wards. Uh <laughs> he is going to cast Finger of Death. Yeah. I need Hugo to roll me a con save. Okie dokie. Uh. Twelve. Do I have my reaction now that we're in thing or no? Uh, yeah, so this is top of the round, so you do have your reaction. You can attempt to save him here. I you do would not like know what the to, DC is. It's to make it a 17. Okay. Uh, the saving throw here is 18. Yikes. And he points at Hugo. <sighs> Stupid old man! I will claim your life as my own! It is 65 necrotic damage. Oof. Well, you do see kind of like a shield shimmer and break around Hugo when that hits him, and he is still standing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. For those of at home, if he did not have his abjuration ward, he'd be I a zombie next turn. Yeah. I would have been one hit killed, but perfectly as well. But yes, yeah, my abjuration ward shimmers and breaks, and then I get blasted. And then blasted with necrotic, black necrotic energy coming, emanating from the godly hand of Vecna. Uh, you don't die. And Archon looks surprised. That you It'll don't kill you immediately long it die. Me. Uh, okay. Why you are we fighting Arakan the Cruel? What are we doing? <laughs> the Abishai uh, outside here immediately rush towards the uh, the side of the, the Titan. Right. That's that's their uh, immediate reaction here. The White Abishai in the area are going to make uh, some attacks with their blades. Um, one, two, three, four. And they will do so recklessly. Four. Uh, so the Titan here, God, in his in his almost godly form, has an AC of twenty-two. Uh, only one of those is going to hit him, but one of these is going to hit Barnabas. No, Barnabas will take some slashing damage here. Uh, oh, I swear. Okay. Oh wait. Fly get, up, Barnabas. Fly up. Two each. Three, four. They get I two each. Yeah. Barnabas gets a nat 20 on one of these two. Okay. Okay, so our, our celestial friend here is going to suffer 25 total points of damage. Barnabas is going to suffer 22 points of damage. Okay. Well, how much health does he have? 
he seems to be cracked and crumbling. He does oh. not look good. No, good. no. We're losing all our friends. The next set of Abishai here are going to do this. They're going to just surround the, the Titan, right? That's the best thing that they can do here. They're going to make all of their attacks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight total attacks. Uh, recklessly, again, one, two, three, four, five of these are going to hit. For 30 points of damage. Torgar goes. Torgar has two in front of him here that he can see. And he makes two attacks, uh, three attacks, two with the scimitars, one with the horns. And on his bonus action, he is going to rage. Torgar bulks up in size, and you watch as his golden scimitars glow with a radiant flame. And then he will lay about in front of him here. Uh, we'll say two scimitar attacks for Francis and the goring attack with the horns uh, for Hugo here. Francis, it is a 27 and an 18 on the uh, first two attacks. Miss. What was that? <laughs> no, <they're> both <laughs> miss. There, there. Okay. Uh, you will suffer 30 slashing damage and seven nice. fire. That's Hugo, it is a yeah. 20 to hit from the horns. Well, I would like to use my Atlas of Endless Horizons. Hell yeah. To disappear in a flash of mist and reappear behind Trescott just as he's about to hit me. Perfect. As my reaction. Yeah. You uh he misses and you don't take 14 points of horn damage. Uh he is going to like follow though, right? With his movement, he will continue to rush this direction. Okay. Uh the Manticore here is going to, you know, intersperse themselves here with uh Cyrus and V. Um the Manticore is going to make three attacks here. It's going to bite out at Cyrus and make two a claw attacks against V. The bite is an 18, Cyrus, which will miss. And the two claw attacks are an 8 and 11, which will also miss. Cyrus. I am going to... You got really quiet. Oh, you're leaning very far away. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to get my die because I need... You need what? What the hell is my D6? What are you doing? You need actual dice? I was uh, No, I was, I was getting a die because I'm going to... I'm a... In real life, I'm taking it, uh, taking count of my Radiant Soul. Ah, I'm okay. activating a Radiant Soul as a bonus action. Uh, excuse me, in action. Uh, and then my bonus action. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, so you have your wings now. Radiant Soul is activated. Isn't there like a Radiant Effect around you? Um... No, uh, I can deal extra radiant damage to one target when I deal damage to it with an attack or a spell. Okay. Uh, and then I should just be able to bonus action hit with unarmed strike, right? Uh, unarmed strike is per predicated on you taking the attack action. Right. So you can bonus it, you can bonus step of the wind to disengage or something like that. Um, but right now you have to take the attack action to get your bonus unarmed strike. So, since that was my action, I guess as my bonus action, I will use my initiate slot to get Shield of Faith uh, to get two extra AC. Okay. Magic and initiate is up with Shield of Faith. You're concentrating on that. And then I think I'm actually going to do... I'm just trying to figure out who's... 
less likely to die. Um, I know I my character doesn't know, but I'm. What's what's V's AC? High. Twenty-four. Very <laughs> twenty-four. High. Okay, okay, Without higher than mine. Without the cool. shield. Cool. She's been um, working yeah, hard so I'll, on I'll the travel. I'll stay here. where I am then. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next set of Abishai are going to rush in uh, against the Empyrean here. That is kind of the deal. Um, it won't last long against all of them, I don't think. We'll find out. So they're going to make all of their attacks here. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, and everyone is done so recklessly. One, two, only two hit. Nice, for 18 total. He's a titan, he can't die. I have no idea how much his health is. Um, it's not infinite. It is not that. infinite. <laughs> he look, how is he looking? Uh, I mean, he looks like he's hale and hearty and happy. He is reveling in the battle yeah, and his return it. size. Um, v. It's not infinite, but it's a lot. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> thought he'd be bigger. I think right. those guys have like challenge rating 25 or something. They're, they're pretty big. 23. Um, yes. okay. He's going to move up slightly. I think she's still in range for the... Uh... Chimera, right? Doesn't take a attack of opportunity. Uh, you are still in range. Okay, cool. Um, she is going to be looking towards um, uh, Archon, and she's going to try to hit him herself. Okay. Uh, so she's going to throw a hit him with a lightning launcher. Uh, twenty. Ooh, a twenty-eight does hit. She got stronger. Uh, for eight damage. For eight. My rolls. <laughs> my rolls. Wow, double that ones. Cool. Uh, cool. And then she's gonna do it again. For a twenty. Uh, a twenty will not hit. Not hit. Okay. As cool. he dodges Good to enough. the side. All right. Um, she's gonna stand right there. That's gonna be her turn. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn. Our new Empyrean friend is going to stomp the ground hard. And I need everyone to roll me strength saving throws. <laughs> Uldrak, we're on your team! My god, he's gonna pride. Uh this is it's gonna everyone with under a twenty-five fails. Oh. I did it! <laughs> um so that's a thing. Archon will fail. Uh, Torgar does have advantage on this. He does. Rage. Uh, and he will succeed. Manticore <coughs> will fail. And then the Abishai. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Uh, only the fourth one succeeds. And then one, two, three, four. The second one this succeeds. Is... Sorry, this is strength because we're because they're on the ground, right? Yes. So I should be unaffected, right? Are you flying? You said I mean, you I'm summoned sorry. your radiant soul, and then you gave yeah. yourself the the shield of faith, and then you said, "I'm done with my turn." Mm -hmm. I'm currently flying. Okay, you, you got to yeah, tell I me, man. Not. I got to know yeah, where things I, are. Sorry, in, in my mind, it, I immediately just like hover, hover like five feet. But yeah, I'd, I'd, if, if, if not, that's also fine. Okay. Uh, only three of the Abishai don't go prone here. Um, okay, so we're all prone. So everyone is prone except for Torgar, 
are Empyrean and three and, of the Abishai. And me! And Treska. <laughs> and Treska. Okay, which speaking of, Trescott, it is your turn. Oh, Good time. Okay. I really wanted to do a thing, but now that he's raging, I really don't want to do that thing anymore. Do the thing. Um, do okay. Thing. Well, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Spirit Shroud. If I can, again, Joel, I don't know if you I have, have all my full skills. access to everything. Lovely. I'm going to cast Spirit Shroud. And what does that uh, do? It calls oh, forth the spirits God. of the dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically like hovering around. Um, spirits Which are invulnerable. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, so what does this look ends. like? This is the first time that you can, you feel that you can reach into the realm of the dead and mm -hmm. pull out power. Yeah, I feel like, you know, all of that lovely, like, radiant energy that um, that Cyrus is pulling off right now might be darkened a bit by this kind of, like, I, I don't know, a cacophony of, like, little souls flying away and, like, this kind of dark, dark kind of emanating glow that's kind of surrounding me. Oh, uh, and good. basically the whole tent, it's 10 feet around me. Um, from yeah. my understanding. I and uh, yeah, people like can't heal if I hit them. I uh, deal extra damage to them. And uh, yeah, it's pretty neato. I'm gonna go make this like a kind of a gray color and <laughs> there's your aura of death. Love that. Uh, and yeah, I'm just gonna use my action to attack Horgar with my nice lordly rod. Whack. Sixteen. I rolled uh, a four. A sixteen will just miss. Oh, well, swing again, I guess. As he parries it to the side. Nineteen. The nineteen will find the mark as your battle axe hits okay. Torgar's broad chest. I can cast my bonus action and still burn a spell slot for smite. Correct. Right? A regular divine smite only is just uh, you just burn slots. Awesome. So I'm gonna do that. Okay. So, uh, you also have noticed that Trescott just kind of has an aura around him that's a bit more dark now, uh, mm. called the Aura of Hate, which gives me three additional attack damage on every attack. <laughs> friendly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, And I like to hang out with this guy. He's very different you. now. <laughs> I hate you. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a 22 damage, 7 necrotic, 15 slashing. Yep, so the 15 slashing, obviously he's raging here, will get reduced down as he kind of grits and bears, but the necrotic damage does crawl across his chest here and eat away at his flesh. And I will, I guess. No, I don't need to, because I don't need health. Uh, never mind, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay, uh, using its legendary action. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I forgot to roll the extra d8 for damage from my uh, spell I literally just cast. Another oh, six damage. Yeah, there you so go. So sorry. So an additional six uh, <laughs> necrotic. Absolutely. Necrotic damage, yes, please. Perfect. Uh, in between it. Trescott and Francis's turn, the Imperium is going to slam down his fist onto one of these uh, prone Abishai here. He rolls a natural 20 at a 37. <laughs> He's just mush. And mush. is going to be 50 points of damage and just kills this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Francis. One down, several to go. All right, Joel, I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern, hitting all of the hostile creatures within that 30-foot cube. Can we do it again? So like that. Yeah, it wasn't showing up the whole thing for me, which is interesting. So 30, 
So like it hits. That. Yeah, exactly like that. Okay. Um, so it's a wisdom saving throw from every creature that that hits. Um, and my DC is 15. Including your friends, yeah? Uh, no, so I mean, I guess, because I, I mean, I always just say, just close your eyes, everyone, don't look at it, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> We've always got to go on away with that. So but it doesn't it last for ages, the pattern? No, it just... It's a concentration I mean, it's on the thing. The oh, okay. spell oh, right, effect okay. is instantaneous. Oh. Um, you yell, I mean, if you yell that out, it gives everyone else an opportunity to do the same thing, including your enemies. Right? They become aware that you are doing something that they should not have their eyes open for. I, I guess so. I just... Well, yeah, because not to be cheeky, Craig, but you're trying to give yourself, like, spell shaping like an evocation wizard, right? Which That's is its true. own thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I assume you also have stood up. You stand up here. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, I would say that you could, if you wanted to, you could put it down in, like, this area, and it wouldn't, well, I... it wouldn't hit the Empyrean. I really want to get Arkham. Or Arkham the thing. Eh, um, uh, let him go. I'll face him. Alright, fine. I, I will, I will do, do that then, Joel, as you, have you drawn it. Okay. Uh, so... Torgar. How good is Torgar's wisdom? Let Real question. He seems Torgar. quite wise. Not at all. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> Absolutely not. He big wacky. Nothing yeah, about he big, him. He's big, he's he's like, big well, wacky. Whoa, he's wacky. <laughs> hey, Whoa, dude. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and then all of the Abishai. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now only eleven. Uh, the DC on this is what? It's fifteen. One, two, three, four, five. Six are successful. Wow. Um, well, considering there are many of them. Yeah, it says it's not a bad deal. One, two, three. Six. Okay. Uh, and Torgar fails. Yes. Nice. I've taken out the beefcake. <laughs> oh, we have a better beefcake anyway. He was going to do that too. Okay. Francis, anything else here? He's currently uh, stunned if yes. you want to move around. Again, remember, you are um, not in the tent. The tent no longer exists. Yes, yeah, so um, I would also like to use my um, Bardic Inspiration to use Mantle of Inspiration. Absolutely. Um, so I will restore or give eight temporary hit points to myself, to Hugo, and to, to V. And we can all use our reaction to move up to our yeah. speed without broken tax opportunity you know the deal uh, that so that includes standing up you can consume half of your movement oh, here to just yeah, stand and then you still have half your movement Oops, remaining i just killed move. myself you did just kill yourself <laughs> what happened there i was trying to remove the broken back this, sorry Joel, i just want i just want to double check do i have all my movement still because i've used yes. my reaction even though it's my turn yeah okay uh, I don't really see a convenient rock for me to hide behind. There are so, not. What's you can the hide visibility in, in and into this tent like? What is the what? What's like the visibility into the... So say I stood outside the tent like here, Again, right? the, the tent, tent does gone. not exist. Oh, yeah, it got thrown, it got thrown yeah. in there. He oh, just okay. threw it up onto the mountainside. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going to run with the... Him out. This way, All right, I run, I run over this way, Joel, trying to hide behind the teeth. Sure. And end my turn. Okay. Um. So this affected... How many people is affected Hugo? Does it affect everyone? 
Francis? Uh, it was Hugo, Francis, and V. Hugo, yeah. Francis, and V. V, did you want to move anywhere? Um, I would just like to stand up. Okay, so you, you take half your movement here to stand. Perfect. Okay. Hugo. Yes. Uh, so... So Targon's looking incapacitated. Yeah, he's kind of just standing there like... Yeah, Archon is on the floor. Archon is on the floor. What can I do to I'm standing over him like... Gonna punch him. This is gonna be so hard, but... I'm gonna try... No, I don't have lightning bolt. He's so good. I'm gonna try to banish Archon. What? Yes. And because he's not from this plane... He will truly go if I manage. Do we know that he's not from this plane? Well, he's a dragonborn. I'm assuming he's not from Avernus. Oh no! I'm assuming. Banishment. Banishment. What a fun um, spell. Okay. So he needs to make a charisma saving throw, I believe. He is a paladin, so that might be a little. Yeah, I know. I know. It's worth a try. It is worth. Okay. Sorry, I'm just checking to see if the hand has any benefits against this. <laughs> any no-no no. buttons. Yeah. What if the hand is this left? Like, he goes, but the hand stays. <laughs> and just the hand. <laughs> I then take the hand. Like that is just his hand. Um, I mean, Francis needs it. It is just his hand now. But see, perfect. Oh, he does. I mean, if you wanted to try and cut off no, Vecna's no, no. hand be, in that. I'd be banishing no, 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 no. This is a bad Okay, idea. so, uh, banishment is... Yes. DC what? Uh, it is my spell DC, so it's 17. Right. Archon rolls a 19 on his charisma uh, save. What a... This is, what so a, as you reach out to banish him, Archon just blasted to the ground here, resists the banishment. Ah! Old man, you can't get rid of me that easily. I, mean, oh, I figured I'd try. <laughs> You can, uh, okay, you have and then movement remaining. I do, yeah. That's prone. Okay, let's have a look. Yeah, they're they prone and stunned. Okay. These two are stunned, which means they have no reaction against you. I am going to do the incredibly brave thing and kind of go hide behind some of the teeth of this giant skull. Kind of like, kinda like Francis there, yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. old time, Hugo. Oh, I have missed this, although. That figure of death was rather nasty. Uh, yeah, so I will tuck myself in there and plan my next turn, as well as being a safe distance from our titanic friend. Yeah, absolutely. That's the end of my turn. I don't have anything else. Okay. Um, at the top of the turn order, our newly grown Empyrean. Laughing. Drag, don't hit the ones which have fallen asleep. Laughing stomps the ground again and you watch as radiant energy gathers in his hands and he slams it into the ground and uh, a seismic disturbance begins to emanate outwards intense tremors rip through the ground in a 100 foot radius circle centered on him shaking creatures and structures in contact (laughs) with the area and at this point we're gonna call that an episode no, oh. as the Empyrean begins to rip the very ground apart. Love that for him. So, thank you all for so being here can today. <laughs> and three. This was 
a most interesting decision to be made. Welcome back to Hugo the Returned! And a yeah. very interesting and immediately plan. Immediately almost gets everyone killed. Yep. We'll have to find we'll out what fine. happens next time. Thanks for being here. Um, and I guess goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye, everybody! Bye. <laughs>